0: This alpha predator of yours, Doctor, do you really think he has a chance?
1: The arrogance of man is thinking nature is in our control and not the
2: other way around. Let them fight.
1: You're listening to the Buzzkill Kill Podcast.
0: I am the devil, and
2: I am here to do the devil's work. Hey-o! <laughs> hey! hey is episode 23. Welcome to the Buzzkill Podcast. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And I'm Justin. Hi, guys. And that's Sarah. Sarah. What's up?
1: Sarah's, what are you, filming us? <laughs> There's no She's... cameras allowed in here.
2: There's no cameras
1: oh, in podcasting.
0: Them, apparently,
1: We're supposed to re- remain enigmatic. I know.
2: We have those voices for radio, not yeah. for <laughs> not for yeah. video. Yeah, you're not supposed
1: to see our faces because that's that's more horrifying than anything we'll ever talk about because,
2: here. Because when all these men and women are just sliding off their chairs, they can't <laughs> listen properly. <Whoa>! So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, Fantastic. I'm good. I'll be a whole lot better after I do
1: a shot of this Crown Royal vanilla.
2: Oh, oh! They we're starting off strong.
1: Yeah, but, right. but in all honesty, I think I have some broken ribs. <laughs> Tell everybody how dumb you were this weekend. No, it wasn't dumb. It was, well, <laughs> <laughs> Dr- drinking and snowboarding is probably not the, <laughs> the best idea, but it's a lot of fun. To be fair, I didn't really wipe out. I just went to stop when I was going really, really fast, and my board flew out from underneath me, and I landed it on my ribs. It just came right and... off of
2: my feet. So it was an accident that totally wasn't your fault.
1: Yeah. It was right <laughs> by the lift, though, and there was tons of people there. <laughs> Some assholes. They're like, they're like
0: safe, safe.
1: <laughs> you dicks. I'm, like, I'm pretty sure I just ruptured my liver. And
2: I'm pretty sure you would do the exact same thing to them if it was... Oh, on the other foot, oh so. absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um so yeah, that was that was what I did. Went snowboarding, drank a lot, a lot. I got I got pretty drunk later that night. <laughs> and then uh broke my liver and my ribs and then uh had to go somehow to, ruptured your appendix again. Had to go the whole time. <laughs> it's it's gone, but I ruptured it again. It grew back. Uh yeah. They, they do that. <laughs> What'd you guys do this week?
2: Uh, and nothing. This weekend I sat around my house trying to make list of shit that I need to buy for a new house. Did I? Woo. Yesterday, <laughs> did I
1: tell you? So I was going over to our buddy Brian's house yesterday. I, I can't remember how this went. Did you, you said, hey, stop by for a drink afterwards if you're still out. And I said, why don't you come over here for a drink? And did you say s- something to the effect of, I don't have pants on? <laughs> nah, my pants are already off. <laughs> they so are, yeah. They God, are. God forbid you put your I was, pants
2: back I was on. I was in comfy pants. They were not coming off.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What'd you do, Jay? I worked. Oh, big surprise there. You know, the uh, my better half was out on most of the way across the country and uh, doing some fantastic hair stuff with Redkin. And I was like, I've got to do cool stuff like work. You know, I did, I did play video games one night. I turned on the Xbox for like the first time in a year. What? Really? What'd you play? Call of Duty. <laughs> like yeah, Black on- Ops. Online or, uh-huh. or just campaign? I was like, you know what? I. I feel like some shooting some douchebags today. And I went on there and I was talking all my trash. Uh, did you did you in the first match I sucked and then I came back and I womped them. Did you? Uh nice. were you running around going like douchebag, I'm gonna fuck you up. Oh my
1: gosh. That's the second <laughs> week in a row that you've made a limp biscuit reference. Will you
2: stop it? Nope. Ugh. Uh never. It's just biscuit for life. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, for life. Fol- with why I was trying to accentuate oh, the why yeah yeah
1: <laughs> okay well anyway uh welcome to episode 23 this week we're talking about huge
2: whoa whoa <laughs> monsters oh huge monsters
1: monsters uh oh, no <laughs> yeah giant giant monster movies uh we all know them we all love them all of us if you don't love them and you're listening to this go away Just just go, just just go do something else with your life. Um. So with that in mind, oh crap! There's a bass sitting right there. Bass
2: guitar. So move the bass guitar. Oh crap! Give give me a second. Hold on.
1: Why don't you tell them what we're drinking?
2: Oh, uh, we are drinking, since we are uh, talking about giant monster movies, we are drinking uh, from Ann Arbor Brewery. No, Arbor. Um, is it just Arbor? Arbor Brewing oh, Company. Arbor Brewing Company from Ann Arbor, Michigan. From Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, it's stuff called Ryclops. Ryclops! Ryclops.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice.
2: nice. <laughs> uh, it's an Imperial Rye PA. Um, now, if, if it sounds weird as to why, like, oh, giant monsters, I think of Godzilla and King Kong and this and that. Okay, so. Well, hey, uh, to
1: be fair. The Cyclops is a giant monster. Sure, sure, but, but more, go ahead. More
2: specifically, though, when I think of giant monsters, I think of like you know the early days of giant monster movies, and I I think of you know you you can't not think of Ray Harryhausen. Yeah. he he is the, the original stop motion effects guy. He's the um, king. Not I take it back. I take it back. Not the original though. The original, but he was the best. Is Willis O'Brien who did King Kong in 1933. Oh. however, Ray Harryhausen though learned from willis o'brien oh, and so it's he? like he's willis o'brien is like the grandfather or the great grandfather ray harryhausen is like that awesome grandfather that like just showed you the world shining shimmering monster splendor Splendid. <laughs>
1: but, uh couldn't it be grandfather and father because uh yes. did it really continue actually... much
2: after that well, you have your, your, your modern nowadays monster makers, you know. I mean, not I, well, I, giant mean, monsters, I mean stop motion in particular. Oh, well stop motion is kind of a lost art at this point. Yeah. Some people it, it's do some people still do it, but it's it's not it's such an in-depth process, you know what I'm saying? They they don't really do it much anymore. Right. Um anyway though, so from from Ray Harryhausen's uh, classic early movies, one of my favorite creatures from him was the cyclops in uh, The Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. Mhm. Um not Jason and the Argonauts, like I thought it was earlier. Yeah, I used to think every Harryhausen movie was Jason and the Argonauts because there's like a thousand <laughs> creatures in that. And I, I, when I was younger, I used to assume whatever. Um, but yeah, the Cyclops is is one of my favorite movie monsters of all time, and it's giant, so this fits very good with our theme for today. It does indeed. And like, instead of drinking the rye, <clears throat> apparently we're taking shots. Well,
1: uh, <laughs> well, I just, you know, I poured you a shot. Oh, I need to read the box this time. Oh, you so do? So here, you can open these.
2: Oh, I need a bottle opener. We do um, it again.
1: Oh, crap. Dagnabbit. Jay. Give to a, the bottle opener! Do you have a bottle opener for us? Oop, got one. Uh, oh, while you're doing that, I will read... Hold on. Mike's of it. Hold on. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> Ryclops, Imperial, Rypa. Wait, what's Wait, what's your monster voice? Oh. Wow, well, we probably should have put some kind of filter on it or something. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Duh. I don't want to do a monster voice. Okay, that's fine. Uh, this gorgeous amber this gorgeous amber copper-hued Imperial Rye PA is truly a one-note wonder concocted to showcase a single hop variet- varietal in all its glory. At 7.7 ABV and 70 IBUs, it is a robust and spicy little monster made with 10% rye malt and 100% Simcoe hops. Our Rye Clops is dominated by... A huge, grassy, citrusy note and palate accented with a mouthful of distinct rye malt character and complemented by the spicy, fruity hoppiness of American Alpha Simcoe hops. That was a really long sentence. Um, Chewy, medium, full body. (laughs) It says chewy. Chewy, medium, full body with an incredibly creamy palate and moderate carbonation. I'm just going to go ahead and say this this box reads like one of those assholes who talks about wine like they know what they're <laughs> talking about <laughs> like like our friend brian yep he's not going to listen to uh, this so this
2: wine has got like a fruity kind of chewy aftertaste chewy uh, where you it's, a, it's chewy a little from. salty
1: uh, okay hold on let's not judge it right away do you want one of these we do have an extra one? we got an extra it's a four pack maybe after i finish
2: okay I fine you. well then uh, <clears throat> to the ryclops to the ryclops Cheers! looks Cheerio like boys. there's going to be a lot of sediment in this one, so when it gets down... Oh, make that's sure the that... chewy part. Make <laughs> sure you
1: chew that sediment. <laughs> Yummy. Hmm.
2: Ooh. Ooh. Yep. I, I was telling... I was asking Jay when we first got here. I think this is the first rye that we've had.
1: It is, yeah. Uh, rye stuff is kind of hit or miss for me. Like, I... I I
2: have a bottle of rye whiskey. I don't like. You see, I was about to say I don't like rye liquors. Yeah, at I'm all. like, I'm like struggling to get through. I remember, when, <laughs> I remember when you first got that. I think we both took a little hit off of it, and we both damn near puked in our mouths. And we bit. tried to mix it <laughs> with
1: other stuff, and uh, it's like,
2: it, it's like, it it's chook. like mixing, it's like, it's like mixing coffee and salt. <laughs> it just, it just tastes oh. like, it just tastes like a rock. <laughs> oh, we we used to do that to my buddy Joe all the time. We'd go to the diner, oh, and the... he would, and he would get up to go to the bathroom. And then we would empty like half the salt container into his coffee, and he would always, every single time, he would come back and take a big swig oh. of coffee.
1: It's <laughs> just a waste of coffee, you dick. <laughs> uh, good times. Well, anyway, uh, so corrections from last week? Uh, I have, I have one. Okay.
2: Do you have any? Uh yeah a couple oh okay, uh my correction from last week is that uh, John Gulliger's Children of the Corn movie yeah um it is not a remake I thought it was the remake uh, it's actually a sequel, uh and it comes out this year oh okay so cool
1: um I said uh, about the Brood last last week that um the technique that Dr Raglan uses is called psychokinetics it's actual actually called psychoplasmics, boom yep. Uh, and also, I said of uh, John Franklin, who plays Isaac in *Children of the Corn*, that he has growth hormone disorder. This is just a small correction, just to be, just to be, you know, correct. Uh, growth hormone deficiency is mm-hmm. what it actually stands for. Because of all GHC, those, all those doctors
2: that listen to us.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, my wife <laughs> listens to us, and she's like, "It's deficiency, you know. You son of a bitch. You, uh, have, you have a deficiency." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so uh I think that's it for corrections. Hey, we did pretty
2: good. Yeah, not bad. We uh shots to. Oh, shots to to not being
0: stupid. Everybody, everybody up. <laughs> Yo, oh, it's oh. all the party right here. here go shot, 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 <laughs> shot, 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 shot. That was like a cross between
2: the shot song and then that uh that <laughs> blur song. What <One> blur song? <laughs> Blur song number song two. Yeah, song two. <laughs> no, that didn't sound like it at all. It did. Drink your stuff. All right, fine. Shut
1: up. Mm.
0: Oh, oh that's, dude, that, that tastes like stuff vanilla is so whiskey.
1: Good. Damn it, that's good. Well, that means it's time for the news.
0: Justin comes to give you the news, bringing all this horror. This night will give you a bruise. You're gonna get stabbed right in your gut. You better start running with that big old butt. Cause Michael Myers, his knives will cut so good. He's giving us blood. Whoa! There's monsters under there. Whoa! Monsters underwear! (laughs) gotcha. Oh my god. That was Uh, news. (laughs) That's all um, I got. Sorry, wa- Sorry I wasn't that prepared this week. <laughs> Monsters don't wear underwear. No, they're naked. <laughs> um, well, okay.
1: Jeez. Uh, we have a lot of I, news this week. I, so I, let's... I just
2: think of the, ver- the f- mental image of just monster dongs hanging out now because they don't wear underwear <laughs> like they're running around they're, there's just nothing to hold them in now you know like
1: <laughs> nobody's nobody's ever tackled that subject in a giant monster movie like,
2: like 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 king kong you know like he was only like 25 or so feet tall right yeah so if he's walking
1: let's say 25 feet tall yeah. king were, kong yeah he's huge
2: what, 25 foot tall
1: 20 no he was yeah. way bigger than that oh uh,
2: whatever even still though I'm sure if if you were on the street looking up at Kong, you would just see his dong just flopping in the
1: wind. You know what I'm saying? Or at least a big set of nuts. Something, yeah. And Something. I'm, I'm
0: sorry I couldn't surprise <laughs> you guys as well this time. Normally, for you you guys aren't here that see me bringing random instruments. <laughs> I usually like hide it in my pocket. I'm like, so I came down with this big blanket covering a bass guitar. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, He's wearing a blanket. What's he got? Is that Oh, hey, <laughs> there, there. On to the next one. There's a
1: surprise for you. <laughs> okay, news. <dude. laughs> um. Well, uh...
2: Let's just get the bad stuff out of the way. Okay, Let's yeah, just do it. All right. Uh, right after we recorded last week, uh, we found out that William Peter Blatty passed away. Yeah. Bummer. Unfortunately, yeah.
1: Uh, William Peter Blatty, if you don't know, was the original author of the Exorcist novel.
2: And the screenplay for the Exorcist. Right. And the screenplay writer and director of Exorcist 3. Yeah, right. So he, he and, came, the, and the novel, he, I think. He, right? there was a he novel came back. He
1: came back in to fix what they had so horribly ruined with the heretic. No. Yep. <laughs> so um, um, yeah, he passed away. Uh, was it? Uh, I mean, how he was like 89, right?
2: He 89 years old. Um, at the time of when I read the article, they no one had released what had happened yet. Right. So. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Rest in peace, sir.
1: Yeah. There's also another death. Um, Miguel Miguel Ferrer. I think that's how you say his last name. Um died at the age of 61 he had cancer um, he's a guy
2: that you might not know of by name um but if you see a picture of him
1: you see his face you, you know, know exactly him. who it is right especially away especially if was, you watch prime uh, time crime dramas for our purposes uh as far as um horror goes he was in the stand uh night flyer which were both um stephen king adaptations oh another one uh the shining the miniseries, though uh, the tv miniseries. He was also on Twin Peaks, uh, RoboCop, and NCIS LA. I So I wonder
2: he's... if he <clears throat> filmed stuff already for the new Twin Peaks show.
1: Uh, he did actually. Okay, yes. Cool. Yeah. So I be think be
2: Post that... more, and he'll be in that. Then. Huh?
1: Right. Um, uh, so to get away from uh, death, Ooh. let's talk about a birthday of a dead person.
2: <laughs> today. Fail. <laughs> today is Edgar
1: Allan Poe's two hundred, two hundred eighth, two hundred eighth birthday. 119, 1809, the man was born, which uh, um, I forgot what I was going to say. You were giving me a weird look, and then it just oh, like wiped no, my sorry. mind clean. Whenever
0: somebody
2: says it's 100 and something or 200 whatever, I can't help but think of... Uh in the very in the fellowship of the ring yeah today is my 137th birthday like bilbo talks kind of like bill cosby a little bit when he says says how old he is what he does
1: i don't remember that at all no
2: he does he slurs his words in sort of like a bill cosby sort of way (laughs) every time i hear it it makes me crack up he
1: starts talking about pudding pops i don't know yeah so edgar Allan poe would be 208 years old today Mm -hmm. um What else you got in the news? Um,
2: So let's do some blue releases. Okay. Uh, Vestron's doing it again. They got my money with the gate Mm -hmm. when that comes out. They're getting my money, I think, again, because they are putting out the Wishmaster franchise collection, Um, which is exciting because I love the Wishmaster movies. I don't don't know if you've ever seen them. Yeah. They are pure, like, 80s creature games gold mm-hmm. they're not great movies but they're so fun to watch
1: i remember when i was younger seeing um, see it, like some of the imagery in those movies as a child <coughs> messed me up pretty yeah. good <laughs>
2: i like the, the idea of gins too i love yeah like, like you know magical like, type creatures and stuff so yeah that that was always cool to me and like those movies i look back at it now and i first saw them i didn't realize it but those mm-hmm. movies are kind of uh i read an article somebody uh, at some point in time wrote an article about how those were like the original expendables of horror, and it's kind of true because there's so many people in those movies.
1: Is there? Oh I yeah, I haven't seen, so I haven't Star seen any of them in a long time.
2: Um, um, but yeah, so they they will get my money on that one for sure.
1: Those movies are responsible for me putting <coughs> a lot more serious thought into what I would wish for if I ever met a genie, though, <laughs> because you you word it in the wrong way and you're mm-hmm. completely screwed. So, yep. yep. <laughs> um, what was that? Uh yes yeah, so what else is coming out on blue, since oh, that you was me. stole mine
2: <laughs> oh um
1: because that oh, was I stole yours yeah that was the one that I had oh sorry down, so. uh
2: James Gunn's Slither is getting the Scream Factory treatment right on very, I love very that excited movie. yeah I love cool. that movie too uh you know before James Gunn was known for Guarding the Galaxy <laughs> um mm-hmm. sorry can't not do it mm-hmm. um <laughs> he did his uh, creature feature in Slither with Alien slugs and stuff. And mm-hmm. It's awesome. If you haven't seen it, it's it's a joy. Um, yeah. find it. Watch. Would it. Would you file file that under
1: and like horror comedy kind of? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. I haven't seen it in a Nathan long time. Nathan, but... Nathan
2: Fillion, one of my favorite actors. What the um, hell is the other? Uh, Michael Rooker. Michael Rooker. Yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's just a great it's a great flick. Uh, mm-hmm. If you like creature features, so yeah, that's coming sure. Blue. Cool.
1: Um, is that it for blue releases? I mean, I there's, think so. there's more, but. Uh, I didn't write them down. <laughs>
2: oh, well, on that, on that I think same... isn't
1: I, I actually think, isn't the Wishmaster. Because the, the Wishmaster series was. Or not Wishmaster. um, Phantasm. Oh, yeah. The Phantasm series well, was was already released on Blue in the UK, I
2: believe. Yeah, Arrow Video put it out. And now they're releasing it in the States. Cool. For us. And it comes with a giant, like, steel orb. Ball. Oh, with the, ball? It cool. with the ball? Comes with the ball. Comes with. Uh, Uh, All five movies. The thing is, though, it's got like a $100 price tag on it. So I feel like I can spend $100 in much better ways, to be honest with you. I don't know. That silver ball
1: sitting on your shelf would be pretty sweet, I have two already. Oh, you do? Ah! Ah! Okay. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well... On
2: the the topic, though, of Shout Factory, though. Yeah. uh, Shout Factory announced that they are making an animated Lovecraft film with Mark Hamill, Jeffrey Combs, and Doug Bradley. Did you watch the trailer? Uh, well, no, uh, no, I didn't. I, I actually just after I read the story when I got to the end of the article, mm-hmm. I realized that this is a sequel to another animated movie that they already did. That Doug Bradley and um, one other guy—I can't think of his name right now—but mm-hmm. they already did it, and so this is the sequel that will be adding Hamill and Jeffrey Combs. It was—it was,
1: it was it. just weird to me because I did watch the trailer, and I, I figured that they would have like because they—they're boasting these huge actors. Mm-hmm. Well, huge in the horror industry, anyway, and uh, uh, none of their voices were in the trailer. Oh, really? As far as I could tell, no. no. Uh, which Maybe is kind of weird. On the
2: story and the and
1: it know. actually the trailer actually it's it's kind of weird. It, it almost plays out like uh, it plays like a like a uh, video game. It looks like the graphics and everything look like a like a PS two game. Oh, really? Not what? knocking it. It's just like, I mean, mm-hmm. it, it looks pretty low-budget, like well, low-budget animation. I'll still watch it because yeah, I'm a fan if, of Lovecraft Well, the first one must have done
2: well if they're making a sequel. Yeah, so.
1: yeah, for sure. Uh, what's it, Isn't his name, uh... Is it, uh... I don't know it, hair, you, isn't it, isn't it called like Harry Lovecraft or Her,
2: Harold Lovecraft? Harry Lovecraft, I think something like that. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't
1: matter. We're, um, we're not prepared. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, let's blow through the rest of this because we have quite a bit here. Uh, they're doing. A, have you ever seen Lawnmower Man? Ah, uh, yes. I love that movie. It's like one of my favorite movies yes. from when I was younger. They're actually so. Lawnmower Man actually kind of introduced the idea of virtual reality. To a lot of people. To a lot of mm-hmm. people when we were younger because it was something that really didn't exist at the time. Now they are, with our current technology, they're taking Lawnmower Man and turning it into a VR series. Oh,
2: yeah, so, that's awesome. Uh, and this is the first time, too, that I've heard of them actually utilizing VR in mm-hmm. a smart way. Right. Like, even, even if you if you have the VR for with the PS4 or you bought an Oculus or one of the other you know sets yeah you can't do much with it it's essentially it's still a glorified tech demo it's still kind of a item. even the games that are coming out for it they're just kind of bs games they're you know like shtick, they're
1: shtick sort of yeah yeah so, so so this is really cool i mean like it said it seems like it'll be sort of interactive and mm-hmm. i i mean the the scenes in lawnmower man where they're actually you know once he goes crazy and they're like in the vr world they're pretty creepy you cre- yeah, they're pretty crazy. So you also- they the
0: shit out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, I- yeah,
1: it was <laughs> cool. it was weird. And and so like if, to to actually be able to get into that world through through VR now, I think will be really cool.
2: If it's if it's half as good as what the tech demo that I did at Best Buy was with the PS Four VR, yeah, it's gonna be amazing, dude. Was I, really I did really cool? I did a tech demo where you're in a shark, ca- or a, a shark cage, oh, and you're sweet. going down past these shipwrecks or whatever, and you're looking around you and you see like everything, no matter where you look. And then you get attacked by a fucking shark and it rips off the front of your Like, It's intense, man. (laughs) That's cool. (laughs) So, like, if it can be that immersive, like, oh, dude. Yeah, for sure. Incredible.
1: That's cool. Um, Um, well, uh, have you, (laughs) another, another quick one. I'm just gonna blow past this really quick because it's kind of ridiculous. Bill and Phil. (laughs) (laughs) Bill Bill Mosley and Phil Anselmo from uh, um, Pantera. Pantera, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah, and and down, and I'm sure there's. Who cares? He's a he's a the Phil Ansel- shit, the Phil and Selmo <laughs> alt right marching band. I'm sure. I'm sure he's part of that. Yeah, too. I'm. I'm, <laughs> I'm. I'm
1: sorry if you're a huge uh, Phil and Selmo or. Pan- and I'm sorry if Phil Pan- Pan- Anselmo,
0: if you listen to the show and you're a fan of the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, screw you, man. <laughs> he's, he's. I don't know. He's a. He's anti-Semitic and just like a racist right. kind of and, piece and of crap.
2: I'm gonna put it but, out there. What? awful vocalist <laughs> yeah I've never... i know that's not a popular opinion uh, and, and listen i'm not trying to offend anybody i know that pantera was this massive you know landmark band or whatever mm, never got into him yeah i always hated his voice i loved the rest of the music hated his voice though
1: yeah Mostly yeah. because they weren't close enough to the mickey mouse club for you oh well <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway bill mosley and phil anselmo have put out a, a an album uh what does bill mosley do on it he sings and I really? listen I listen to a little bit of it the The music is like just the just the it's pretty bad it's just well, the well because worst. Phil Anselmo <laughs> did all the music and then Bill Mosley does he wrote all the lyrics and does all the vocals and it's
2: interesting I'm do all the beats sound like the uh, SS marching <clears throat> <laughs> 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 Let's move on. Keep going. Go on. Go on. Go on. Um, last week I talked about uh, an, an internet user who added gore to the Home Alone franchise. Oh yeah. Well, he's back at it. Bit massive is his Bit name massive, on yes. uh, YouTube, um, by the way. He's he's back at it, and he did it this time with Back to the Future. Yeah. If you remember in Back to the Future, there's a scene where they're in the, the mall parking lot, and the uh, the, the van pulls in. Remember yep. And the guys you know, they shoot Doc Brown. Well, he added as if. In the scene, Doc Brown's wearing a bulletproof vest. Yeah. However, he made it as though Doc Brown was not wearing it, and he just gets shot. Yeah, the he gets fuck shot up. <laughs> up pretty good. Did you
1: watch all six of the Home Alone ones? I've only seen two. There's six of them. R- yeah, they're pretty good.
2: <laughs> Mind is blown. He did Home Alone
1: two <laughs> in a couple of them, so. Oh, I'm excited. Um. Well, Guillermo del Toro, uh, oh, so. tweeted. Uh, before uh, before, you, before
2: you say it, this was one of the most exciting pieces of news in the last like six months to me because well because
1: because the most recent updates kind of made it sound like hellboy 3 yeah, was water. pretty much in the can yep. like not in the can in the good way i mean like in, in the, the trash shit, can in the shit can <laughs> um so he tweeted uh, a poll would you like to see hellboy 3 the options were yes or hell yes and then he said uh, if it gets to be a hundred
2: if i get a hundred thousand responses then he in prom- 24 in t- hours. In 24 hours. Then he promises to have a sit-down with Ron Perlman and Mike... Um, uh, Mignola. Mignola. Yeah. I always want to say Magnolia.
1: Is it Mignola or it's, Mignola? I, I don't, I'm not I sure don't, exactly how. Yeah, but, yeah.
2: but So he got it, and then I think it was a, that, 24 hours later, they got there, and yeah, he, he ended put up up a ended
1: up getting like just shy of 134K. So yeah. it's- <laughs> oh, you're watching The <laughs> Home Alone from last <laughs> year? Yeah, I haven't caught up to these yet. <laughs> They're That's pretty good, cool, aren't
2: they? Aren't they? Um, so, you So have
1: to post all of them on Tumblr now.
2: I posted the first two. Oh, you did. All okay. right. No, I posted a picture. I I ran out of video. Tumblr's weird. They only let you post so many videos. Yeah. So yeah, that makes sense. Anyway, though. Ah, uh, yeah. I'm. I'm so excited. I wanted them to finish the trilogy. Yeah. Forever. Hellboy Two is one of the greatest like creature movies. I think like it's it's well, just, it's incredible. Pretty
1: much anything Guillermo del Toro yep. touches as far as creatures go is yep. going to be awesome. Um. So.
2: <clears throat> so we have a new documentary coming out yeah. called. Um, moth the Mothman of Point Pleasant, mm-hmm. and it's a documentary about what exactly happened over that thirteen-month period in West Virginia in 1966 and 67. To Richard Gere? To Richard Gere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's all about the Mothman, though the real accounts and everything else, trying to get to the bottom of what these people actually saw. Yeah. And I, the Mothman was one of the first urban legend movies I remember seeing. Mm-hmm. The uh, the the Mothman. Uh, and <laughs> prophecies, Prophecies, see yeah. Chronicles. Chronicles. Um, yeah, that I, I, I've loved that story ever since then. So I'm super excited to see this doc when it comes out. Mm-hmm. I guess they're they're done with it. If I'm not mistaken, they have a Kickstarter going to finish the post on it.
1: Oh, really? Um, yeah, yeah that'll, that'll be really cool.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm super super pumped for it. Yeah,
1: I'm looking forward to that. Um, well, in case you haven't heard, Walking Dead. I mean, none of us are huge fans of Walking Dead. I know Jay, you watched the first three seasons, uh, right? Two and a half. Um, so the walking dead has got their tone they They decided to censor the violence in the new yeah. season
0: or, uh, or, it, or, or
1: tone it down, which is it. I can't tell if this is, it, it seems like it's from an outcry of maybe some oversensitive viewers. Um,
2: okay. So I have, a, I probably an unpopular opinion on this. I don't watch the show. Yeah. Right. Um, and I know that a lot of the outcry was over, especially um, the season premiere with Negan.
1: Um, Negan smashes a couple heads yeah. in with a
2: baseball bat. Um, yeah. So I watched that that <clears> scene <throat> in its entirety. Yeah. Um, this is going to be probably unpopular with horror fans. That being said, you have to remember this shows on network television. Well, not network cable. It's on, it's on cable. It's on cable.
0: Yeah.
2: It's still it's still though uh, basic cable though
0: you know okay continue
1: um, with it because i'm already i think i disagree with you no
2: what I'm, <laughs> what, I, what I'm saying is that scene in particular where with where negan bashes in um i forget the character's name uh he was the it the, doesn't matter yeah. just keep going. um <clears throat> it's brutal like it's of course really
1: yeah really brutal yeah um it's a it's a it's a horror it, it's I a zombie get,
2: horror show sure sure. it's gonna
1: be violent and brutal I know.
2: i like i said i i just i I watched it and i go i understand why maybe some people who are more casual viewers you know who have watched the show up until this and have never seen anything like that you Mm -hmm. know it jumped the shark for horror fans it jumped the shark in the greatest way possible Mm -hmm. i can see it from the perspective of other people though who are more casual fans though and they see that and like okay that's just that's that's too much and and from a purely business standpoint i understand why they would want to cater to them a little bit because they don't want to lose their they've already been dropping numbers like crazy this season okay do you do you think that they're do you think it's
1: more likely that you have more viewers that are sensitive to that kind of material that are going to stop watching if you don't tone it down or you're going to have more you're going to lose more faithful viewers by censoring yourself
2: I think you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. You I know, said I, I, I was having a conversation. It's gonna shake on, out weird no matter
1: how they do it. I was having a conversation on Twitter with um, uh, the dudes from Beyond the Veil, yeah, and uh, Kyle from Laughing Horror, and I said uh, it, it, it seems like it's kind of it's setting a like it's setting a precedent where not necessarily uh, it's it's not it's not how did I even say it. It just—it seems like this is gonna send a message to oversensitive viewers that if they complain, yeah.
2: they can get things. You're, you're not changed. wrong about that. I right. think you're absolutely right about that. And you that's know? a big downfall of that decision.
1: So, so whatever. We don't have. To, we've already spent way too long on this particular yeah, subject. Yeah. Considering we don't that, watch the that show, that show sucks anyway. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I think that's all the news that I have.
1: Uh, oh wait what go a couple more things shin godzilla is nominated for best picture and 10 other japanese academy awards that's sweet
2: i don't know why you bring that up because it doesn't even have anything to do with tonight's show
1: uh <laughs>
2: <laughs> God, you know.
1: and tremor 6 begins filming in south africa next week yeah high five yes okay. Um, you want a high five? Yeah. All right. <laughs> a high five. Yeah, yeah. High fives all right. And actually, uh, we got a we got an episode coming up that might have something to do with that. So maybe it's about earthquakes, though. It is about earthquakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, um, so that'll do it no, for the. No, no, oh, no. No.
2: last bit of news. Congratulations God. to Kyle Laughing. Oh.
1: Because Kyle. It's Kyle Laugh.
2: Oh, Kyle Laugh. Kyle Laugh.
1: Sorry. From the Laughing Horror Podcast, uh, he was the winner of the contest of the, uh, the Rob Zombie Thirty-One Blue. <laughs> <laughs> 31 <laughs> Blu-ray giveaway. Yes, he was. And, uh, and thanks to Future Mike for for pulling the results for us. Hey,
2: hey, listen, listen. When I got the call, no Future it, Mike. Well, when, I'm, but that which is no Future Mike is not past Mike
1: though. No. Yeah. No, he's still Future
0: Mike. He, well, then he was. Can I just? He, he, shut up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I want to fight about this. All right, well, uh, that'll do it for the news, then. I,
2: I want to thank Kyle, though, real quick, for being the only international person that entered the contest. No, he's not. Oh, he's not? There was a girl from the U.K., Oh well, thank you for winning, then Kyle, because that would have sucked. To we send that to the UK. We, we would also
1: like to thank Kyle for for being a, a a real pal and getting on Twitter and saying you guys don't have to send that to me if you don't want to pay the international fees. And we're like, dude, nope. we're gonna send it to you. Nope, you won. But you uh, if somebody the, from if I somebody think... from the UK would have won, we might have had to pull back a little. Bit. Maybe we Cause, are... uh, We can't spend a hundred thirty dollars to send you a Blu-ray. Sorry. <laughs> Um, um yeah, yeah, so that's uh, that's it for the news.
0: Boom! That was the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, let's jump into the tenth. Oh, the te- The
2: tenth. No. The tef- no. Tef- no. Ah,
1: shit. Why Every can time. I never get this? Every
2: time. Oh well, it's because you didn't li- watch anything. Yeah, exactly.
1: Because <laughs> I don't. Because I I have a limited amount of time, and I only watch stuff that has to do with the tofu.
2: James has commitment issues. This
1: show is ruining my play. life because I don't get to watch any other stuff that I want to watch.
2: Um, that's why I always find time. Like
1: Love Actually. I actually would have liked to have watched that with my so my watched... wife this year, and I just didn't get to because I was watching Children of the Corn. Are you done? Yeah. You sure? Yeah.
2: Okay. So I watched <laughs> a movie called Let Us Pray. Uh-huh. I've oh. been wanting to watch this for a long time. Yeah. and I finally sat down today, uh, right before the show. <laughs> Is this the only movie that you watched? Yes. Cause See, I wanted, you do Because this. I wanted something to talk about. Yeah, this, exactly. So I made time for.
1: I was going to say, you um, you jam something in at the end of the day, right so, okay, before it. we record, just so that you can say that you What if I don't jam it in, though? You just want to make me feel bad.
0: Well, there's
2: that. By by jamming it in. (laughs) Oh, hey. It hurts. Mike, every time you
1: jam it in, it makes
2: me feel sad. All right. Well, trust me, it makes me feel worse. (laughs) Um, Let us pray. Let us pray. Uh, Directed by Brian O'Malley, who has done nothing. Uh, I think this was his first uh, feature-length project. And it's a hell of a first project. uh, was Yeah, it was really good. Like I said, I have no fingernails left because I was chewing my nails. Was it really that intense? Um, Yeah, because they do a really good job of... Sort of giving away, not giving away, but hinting at what's happening without actually coming out and saying it. So, and and it's kind of an open ending ending. Um, open so you,
1: ending ending. So
2: open ended ending, there you so go. that you can <laughs> take from it what you will. Yeah, I have my own theory. I'm not going to say it. I mm. wish that you would have watched it so that we could talk about I'll it. I'll watch but, um, it this week. Um, yeah, <laughs> no, it's awesome. It's it's a uh, it's about uh, Pollyanna McIntosh uh, is. She's from from (laughs) Mecca? She's from The Woman. Uh, She was in The Offspring, a bunch of other stuff. Right. But um, yeah, she plays a uh, a female cop Mm -hmm. that is reporting for duty on her first day in this small little town. And the rest of the cops in the station that she works with are just a bunch of shitheads. Of course. They suck. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, so she's on her way into work and uh, she's walking to work. She sees a car hit a guy. So she runs over there, stops, and pulls the guy out of the car, and they go to find the person who got hit, and that person's gone. Oh. Like, they just vanished. Like, that. So brings he bring, or she brings him into the station. He's this young kid. The guy th- who hit the other guy? Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, br- she brings him in. And then over the course of the, the first act, they bring in a bunch of other people, and they f- kind of fill up the six-room cell mm-hmm. in the basement. And then from there, it unfolds. And there's one guy who's like this mysterious dude, and you don't know what he's all about. But he seems to know everything about everyone, ever. Hmm. Or, or at least anybody he comes in contact with. It seems like I don't know about ever because they don't get that far. But so
1: he's he's God.
2: No, no, I will say okay. that he's not God. But <laughs> um, but it, but that's how it unfolds, though. And, and you, Is it,
1: so there's a supernatural element to there's this? this.
2: There's a supernatural element to it, and it's awesome. And it's it it's. Exposes sort of the underbelly of of, of people, oh. um, and it's uh, it, it's it's just really, really it's brutal. It's so, really brutal too. Because
1: I I remember seeing the cover, the dude, uh, the way he looks, like it almost looks like his body's stitched together. Um, is that a result of is or is he just injured from the? This accident? is not this
2: is not giving anything away. Uh, there is a character who comes back in the second act uh-huh. to end from the second on to or actually probably end of the. End of the fourth act, really doesn't matter. Uh, he, oh, there's four acts. Well, <laughs> shut up. Uh, he comes back and he's covered in barbed wire.
1: Barbed wire, that's what it is. Yeah,
2: I don't necessarily understand why he is like that, though. I hmm. mean, if you watch the movie, um, maybe you'll get what I'm saying. It just kind of seems like like they go into who the character is, but then when he comes back he's transformed into this other person like he had a mental break mm-hmm. why he wrapped himself in barbed wire i have no idea because
1: it looks <laughs> awesome yeah that's pretty much it but um i mean why else would why else would people get those barbed wire tattoos well because they look because awesome it, because, <laughs> it only, so uh, cool. because it was only ten dollars in gibraltar <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then you got an infection and ended yeah, up having yeah. to have your arm if uh,
2: if you're not from the detroit area gibraltar is our local dirt mall yeah uh, love it. Great people watching. Great, Great t- people too. watching.
1: You can go get yourself, not not Sharpie markers, but you can get yourself some nice shoopies. <laughs> or, or maybe some stonions.
2: And I feel really bad now because... <sighs>
0: I got my first tattoo there. Did you? really? <laughs> yep. I got my belly button pierced
1: right there. Here. Oh, see, now I that, just that's, that's, remembered that. Th- that's actually a decent tattoo for yeah. Gibraltar, though, because well, there was I've this guy named Real...
0: Sarge who was a tattoo artist around the area for that, many, many years. That's
1: definitely the guy um, you want to do in your tattoo. Is somebody and, named uh, Sarge? It was a
0: guy that worked for me. He, he has a, uh, his own legit business somewhere yeah. else now. I think he worked for one of the big ones in the area prior to going there on his own. Uh uh-huh. um, But he drew it up, and he had one of his one of his guys did it for me when I went back. Um, but
1: it turned yeah, out good. Well, like I said, your your arm didn't fall off, so you're good. Because no, I was I was in at my tattoo artist one time, and this girl came in, and she had just gotten a tattoo from Gibraltar, like six days ahead, like six days before, and it was li- like it was supposed to be a dragonfly. It was like three circles with two other circles hanging <laughs> off of it. <laughs> my my tattoo artist Trent, he's like, where'd you get that? And she's like, Gibraltar. He's like, "Well, here's your fucking problem? why don't you go to Gibraltar?" <laughs> that third being said, though, not to say anything about you, Jay.
0: I only went there because a buddy of mine said I got my tattoos done here, and his tattoos look good. And he's yeah. like, "Come check my buddy out in no. Doha." So, well,
2: yours, yours actually I turned was out good. What so. did I know? Listen, 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 if you want to get a spider web on your elbow, though, that is the place to go. Yes, Three. I would agree. That is, that is the place to go. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, I don't even know how we got on the topic of that, but um, yeah, let us pray. Though uh, it's from twenty fourteen, it's fantastic. I highly recommend it. It's um, it's a good psychological. Rated on,
1: rated on a scale
2: from one to ten. <sighs> scale of one to ten, I'd probably give it a solid. Seven. Oh, okay. You know? Yeah. Six, six, five, seven, somewhere okay. in there. And cool. five being a good, decent, average movie. C. Like what we yeah, all got yeah. in school. Yeah, I exactly. Like C. That's, so this is all, that's yeah. a pretty damn good grade so on I'd say your So this, this is a B. A B, B minus? Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Cool. All right. So now? Oh, now we get into the uh, the the key. Now
1: we're into the tofu. <laughs> I'm sorry that I keep messing that up but I just like I'm not well, one I'm not day, watching will contribute that... to the show yeah, and you won't
2: forget. Well, probably not.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so this week we're talking about huge monsters like we said before. Uh mm-hmm. what, what did you watch? What <laughs> What? What? Okay. Well, let's start let's start with let's start with a big controversial one here. Oh. <clears throat> Mike made me rewatch. Oh god, we're starting there. Yeah. Oh let's just, shit. Let's just jump All into right. it. Mike made me rewatch Godzilla 1998 and he
2: said, okay, whoa whoa whoa, before we get into this, we are not having the same conversation. No, we're not. Okay. I def- we definitely
1: won't. Uh we got into a little bit of a fight. We
2: did. Right, well, as, as as lovers often do. Actually what
1: it's it's what most people would consider a fight but we don't like, we actually, the way me and Mike just have normal conversations, it, it looks like a fight to a normal... All I can tell
2: you is that I went back to my own house and I still slept on the couch. So, I don't know what, I don't know what
0: that means. That's a good joke. <laughs>
2: uh, well,
1: no, Mike, Mike and I will actually have, like, heated conversations and people think that we're fighting. I can actually think of a, a, a specific moment in time where you and I were, quote-unquote, fighting about something... And uh, to everyone around us, it was very uncomfortable.
0: Mike but, had a bloody nose. Jim had a broken leg. But then, but Not then, fighting.
1: But then, about <laughs> uh, probably about twenty minutes into this fight, uh, we just go. Well, let's get a pizza then. And then, and then I was like, "Oh yeah, for sure. D's hot and fresh. Is that where you want?" It? And and then our buddy Rob was there, and he's like, "What just happened?" He's like, "What the <laughs> fuck just happened?" And we're like, "What?" And he's like, "You guys were just like tearing each other apart, now you're gonna get a pizza." We All have a very one. special relationship. Yeah, we're hungry, <laughs> so it it, it it often looks Almost like we're hungry. fighting, but we're not. <laughs> you're gonna have to, yeah, okay. Um, so anyway, he, Mike had me watch rewatch Godzilla nineteen ninety eight. Uh, and he said, "You have to now." Here's, think here's of my it- stance on there. Here's
2: yeah. my stance on it. Right, go ahead, Mike. I, I will. was trying I will. to do it. I will. My stance on, that, on Godzilla Sorry. 98 is that that movie gets a bad rap simply because the name Godzilla is associated with it. True. So my and because it's a piece of shit. My, <laughs> my stance on that movie, though, is if you watch that movie not as a Godzilla movie, mm-hmm. and you just picture in your head that movie is called like Reptilicus or something. Iguanodon. Iguanodon. Yeah. That was my name for it. <laughs> um, if you watch that movie and just every time they say Godzilla, just think Iguanodon. Right? Iguanodon! Exactly. Yeah. Like It's not a bad monster movie I'm not saying that it's a good movie yeah. I'm not saying that yeah, it's let's get that I'm not straight. saying it, that it's a piece of cinema art Yes.
0: all I'm saying is that it's not a bad monster basically, movie basically if you watch the movie and you pretend it's something different <laughs> It's not that bad. <laughs> Couldn't you, you do
2: that with all bad movies? I hate you so much. <laughs> you get what I'm saying, though. Yeah. My point is this, though: is that movie it's that just, movie has a bad rap simply because it's a Godzilla movie? Because people right. are comparing it to That's the
1: source it. material. Yes. Uh, which, I okay. I rewatched it with Mike. I thought of it as Iguanodon instead of Godzilla. I was entertained by it. Probably the same way that I was back in 1998 when I first saw it, but it is not a good movie. Let's just get that out of the way. It is way
2: way better than people think it is. Okay. It is. Well... I think... I really do believe so. If anybody who is listening, if if, uh, you all out there in internet land, like, tell me I'm stupid. Tell me that I'm wrong. That's fine.
0: I just... I'm going to back up with Mike on this one. You, You... you're on, you're on board with me? I, I, I could see that. I could see it's, how people, because of it being a previous movie, that people could hate on it even more so.
2: That's exactly it. That's exactly it. It's not, it's, it's, the effects actually, they, I forgot about this. Actually, they actually interlace a decent amount of practical effects into that movie. Yeah. It's not all CG, which is actually, it's and kind he, of like Jurassic Park. Jurassic right. Park was a really good mix and shit. Jurassic Park looked amazing for its time. Godzilla looked adequate for its time. Yeah, that even some said, of the CG was pretty good. That being good. said, though, like, the, the movie flow... And, and it's directed by fucking Roland Emmerich, okay? Roland Emmerich, who was behind both Independence Day movies, 2012. Stargate. Star- I he love was, Stargate. He just yeah. Well, Day After Tomorrow. My point is, though, he does big action, blow-everything-up
1: movies, Was okay? he that... San- did he do San Andreas as well? No, he did not. Oh. Um, oh, who's... Who's
2: who's no. encroaching
1: on his territory? I don't know. How he dare also they? Did,
2: he also did the Patriot, oddly enough, Oh. With ooh, Mel okay. Gibson. Really? But that being said, though, if you're going into this movie expecting anything but that, you're you're already missing the point of a Roland Emmerich. Movie.
1: Here's here's an issue that I take with it. Roland Emmerich has actually admitted that he does not like any of the old Godzilla movies. He admitted that. Okay. And the only reason he accepted this job was because they told him you can do whatever you want with
2: it okay i don't know like to me to, i'm not saying that that was the right to me, to, to for go somebody
1: in. to come in because the old godzilla movies whether you like them or not they're legendary right and i feel like somebody you should like roland emmerich makes great like apocalyptic they're disaster popcorn. movies yeah exactly movies. they're just huge that's, budget and popcorn
2: that's what disaster godzilla movies. 98 was <laughs> yeah
0: it was a it's just good, in quotations, popcorn movie. It's like if someone does a, a cover of a classic song, like a classic song that that's kind of like, you get better do a good job with it. Maybe they take out an old rock song and they turn it into a pop song, and everyone's like, oh, this Britney Spears does, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and but but it's probably you know with her, her writers and stuff that they right it's probably a well-written song but people hate on it because it's you know it's it's something that was changed of a classic right it's you like know? when
2: we listen to volbeat for the very first time <laughs> we oh used to give gosh. volbeat
0: so much crap because of don't
2: the singer's do butt rock don't do no this. no i'm saying it
1: oh my god i'm saying
2: it me and james both agree no. <laughs> that yes we do that okay. volbeat musically is awesome they are. They're a good band musically. And the singer leaves something to be desired, but we, actu-
1: we actually give them a pass because what are they? They're Norwegian. Yeah. So we we really actually just thought that he was a he was a butt rock singer, but it turns out uh, there might be like there might be like, because he <laughs> there's, there's a language barrier or, or a, 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 a
2: but if there's a language barrier, Not a language does that barrier. really affect
1: the way you sing? No, no,
2: I, I didn't mean language barrier. Like uh, um. Uh, uh, what do you call it? Why are we talking about I this? I don't know. Because a... my point was this. Why my point... did you bring up
0: Volbeat? Because <laughs> my, point... oh, no. my night God. is ruined. Now i got to think of Volbeat. My
2: point, my point though, is that like Godzilla. It doesn't warrior.
0: Godzilla is, is the Volbeat. Volbeat can work because he sounds like Dracula when he sings. This is newsworthy. I'm saying, you fire, I don't know, I'm going to murder. One. Two.
2: Well, this went off oh, the rails quick. Over. Yeah. Okay. My, right. My whole point, though, is that Godzilla is like the Volbeat of the music industry. You know, the movie's actually good, but the singer slash title kills it. Okay. You know I what I'm saying? All right. I this guess. Went, I this guess. went off know. the rails really quickly. Well, I,
1: I, another another th- okay. So um, another thing that like if if you're if you're going to take on a movie like this mm-hmm. like Godzilla like Godzilla is legendary you know it's when did the first Godzilla come out I apologize
2: to anybody who just listened
1: yeah. to that well, fuck time. you for <laughs> uh, for a long time cuz that was dumb uh, when uh, did the original Godzilla come out 1954 right yep. so i mean this this is like your your source material is going back decades and sure. it's and it's and it's become such a huge <sighs> phenomenon in uh, in Asian pop culture, cu- in just pop, pop culture, culture in Asian general, culture. Yeah. So to me, I feel like you should respect the roots. Sure. And, and Toho studios actually gave, um, <laughs> they, this is, it, this seems a little bit overboard, but they gave, uh, the American creators of the, of the 98 movie, a 75, fa- 75 page dossier on what they can and cannot do with Godzilla's Godzilla character. makes perfect sense. And, and honestly, It does. But they completely ignored all of them.
2: Well, here's the best part about it, it Japan's was like, uh, response it, to it. it. What's that? Here's the best part about Japan's response, though, to the 98 movie. They killed Godzilla off uh, years before 98 was, was made. Yeah. And uh, 98 came out, and it was so bad. Mm-hmm to most people. Right. Um not to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> uh but the the Japanese audiences and the creators Toho hated it so much. They brought him back from the dead and re-kickstarted the Godzilla franchise in Japan mm-hmm. with Godzilla 2000, which also came out in theater theatrically in the US. <clears throat> and Was uh, that the one where
1: he fought against this version? No. No, okay. That
2: would not. That's not. That would not happen until 2003, I believe. 2003 or 2004. Yeah, so
1: there was actually a movie where um, where well, the Japanese, the Toho Godzilla, yes. fought against the what, yeah, what we're was, calling it was Gwanadan, Godzilla, Godzilla. It Godzilla 98. It, it was
2: Godzilla Final Wars. It was the very last um before Shin Godzilla that right. came out last year. Right. uh This was the last Godzilla movie in the Toho lineup. Okay. And, and this was just goes like I say go back goes back to like. 0304. Um and they had all the every monster pretty much from every Godzilla movie ever. There's 31 Godzilla mm-hmm. movies at this point. Yeah. That's a lot of monsters. Mm-hmm. And they brought them all back in this crazy epic showdown. It's
1: basically just Royal Rumble Godzilla sort style. of sort yeah. of.
2: And um and, and basically, though, they had the American Godzilla, who was terror- terrorizing Sydney for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he was in Sydney. He should have been in the U.S. That would make sense. but um, And then real Godzilla came, and with like a flick of his tail, just destroyed him. <laughs> they just destroyed the American Godzilla. But it was, it was nice to at least see them finish off the character instead of leaving it in limbo. Yeah. And the thing is, Toho made a mistake, in my opinion, though, by doing that. Why? Because they officially entered American Godzilla into the Japanese Godzilla Rolodex. Mm -hmm. That movie now has to exist in the timeline. But,
1: well, no, because they renamed him. Just Zilla. Yeah. So it's not Godzilla. But
2: they never called him really... Well, I guess they didn't call him Godzilla, but... Well,
1: I mean, the Toho Toho monster is not actually called Godzilla. His name is Gojira.
2: Harry Shearer called him Godzilla, so... Uh, anyway, whole point of this though, I don't think that the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla movie is as bad as. And everybody in America
0: eh, and
1: disagree. the rest of the world disagrees with you.
2: So let's before <laughs> we get off Godzilla though, let's just tackle Godzilla. <laughs> oh, the original. That's the the whole series, baby. Oh geez. no, no, no! I'm not going. I'm not saying going through them. But let's just talk about Godzilla before we move on to other.
1: Movie monsters. It's awesome. A dude in a rubber suit destroys a bunch of mini cities. The the original Gojira mm-hmm. <laughs> is is uh, an awesome movie. It's a fantastic. I movie. hadn't seen it as an adult uh, until um, probably what it was like two years ago. You and I watched it, and uh, because I, yeah. I had seen it as a kid, but I didn't really appreciate what it
2: was. It's what actually I, like a really. What I love about that movie is yeah. that it's played so straight like that is a terrifying movie it is. to audiences in japan 1954. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like every godzilla movie after that though there was it was tongue-in-cheek it was comedic they they went off the rails they right. had they made it for kids <clears throat> at time they 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 did so many weird things with that franchise mm. but that first movie is terrifying and it was only it only came out like like what is that nine years my math could be wrong but nine years after the bomb was dropped
1: well, because the whole thing had kind of undertones. Oh,
2: that's well, it wasn't even undertones. That was the whole point of it. It was radiation transformed. You know,
1: after the bomb. Yeah,
2: he sign Godzilla signified like the state of Japan after we dropped the bomb on him. Mm-hmm. You know, it was the aftermath of nuclear war. Mm-hmm. Um, and that movie's like I said, played so straight and so like like, like horror. That was a straight horror film. You yeah. know. Uh, and I love it for that. It's but the thing. Seen it a the long thing time... I liked
1: about it too is even though you know what it's about, it's about a giant monster, it's still is it, it it was still a slow burn.
2: Oh yeah. Oh because yeah.
1: Because really for the for the first two thirds of the movie you just see like the destruction that's left. Well you only
2: see Godzilla for like eight or nine minutes or something like that in like, total. Lo-
1: and a lot of times he's still in shadow, you know what I yeah. mean? Like he's yeah. still he's just this huge like just lumbering shadow. That's just kind of yeah. moving it's through ominous, the city. It's yeah.
2: terrifying thing. Yeah. You
1: can see his teeth, and you can hear him roar, and that's yeah, he, about it.
2: Uh, do you know how that roar was made?
1: Uh, detuning a double bass. Is that your guess? First, no. no. Yes.
2: Well, it, was a, it was a leather glove that they scraped. Uh, scratched, scraped? Scraped. That's, <laughs> that's not a word. Scraped uh, right uh, they, they rubbed They rubbed a, a leather glove, though, over a bassy, I don't know if it was a bass or a cello, but it's it was a some sort of bass, bass. Uh, uh, string instrument, though, yeah.
1: Detuned, though.
2: Was it? Okay. Yes. But pretty cool, though. Um, What's your favorite Godzilla movie, though, outside of the first one? Um, I know you clearly you probably haven't seen them all. Very few people have. Vito watched every single Godzilla movie a few years back. I thought you started to. I started to. I got through the first, almost the first series. Yeah. And I, I had to stop because it was too much. Um, I um, got burnt out on it, but I Vito really, did it.
1: I really like the uh, uh, Godzilla versus, uh Mothra. Mm, classic, yeah, classic. I think that's the one I probably saw the most as a kid.
2: Did you ever see the the standalone Mothra movies? Yes, they're so bad and so good. <laughs> it's like th- there's a special place in heaven and hell for them. Like they, it's like <laughs> split time. <laughs> um, but Why? yeah, what's your though. what's yours? Um, I think mine is probably a lesser known one. It's it's probably Godzilla um, ninety eight. God- <laughs> <laughs> it's probably Godzilla versus Biolante Biolante. Yeah, it was part of the second uh, series. So basically, uh, it, it basically goes everything from 1954 up until um, the last one. I forget what year it was. Mm-hmm. But uh, 85, Godzilla 1985 started the second series. 85
1: was a good year. So everything
2: 80, uh, uh, 85 and before was series one. Uh-huh. 85 after was series two until they killed him. Then there was a series three yeah. where they brought him back after 98. Right. And so there's like these different, you know... Yeah. Uh and Biollante was part of series 2. And essentially what it was is scientists took DNA from Godzilla and mixed it with that of a plant and it ended up looking like this giant like Audrey 2 type plant creature. <laughs> like it was crazy insane but the but Biollante that the creature was so fucking cool. Like it just looked awesome. Like it was just weird and being that it was second series it it had a little bit more of an updated look to it Mm -hmm. you know it was still very by today's standards still very schlocky but like you know it was updated though it wasn't completely cardboard cities (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh and yeah that movie's fantastic though and then anything with ghidra the three-headed monster ghidra's king or Ghidorah. ghidra and Ghidorah are the same character yeah anything with with him is always a treat uh godzilla movies isn't it Mm, Jay, do you have a favorite one?
0: Not particularly. Nineteen ninety-eight. Godzilla <laughs> two thousand. <laughs> All right. Well, before
1: we before we move on
0: from Godzilla no, one of those not series really. that I never really got huge <laughs> he said into. Not really. Oh, no, I've seen oh, a few okay. of them, but never really got big into that sort of thing.
1: Fair um, let's just let's just touch on the the remake real quick, and then and then let's move on to some other sure, movies sure. for crying out loud. Um, so, unfortunately, the only time that I've seen... We have seen. Oh, that was the only time you saw it, too? Yep,
2: I own it. I still haven't rewatched it, though. We
1: went to see it at the drive-in, and it was on the... Uh, Which
2: was the best way to go see it,
1: Well, in theory. It was. In theory, it
2: was the best way
1: to go see that movie. Well, we showed up four hours early. That's and, a drinking time. And just started drinking. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they start playing it when the sun kind of starts going down. Well, if
2: you've never been to a drive-in theater, though... Uh, Typically speaking, they're double bills. Every screen is two movies, and you pay... Five fifty or whatever it is to go in you can right. see two movies um the problem though is that they have to start the first movie early enough to where the second movie doesn't go beyond one two o'clock in the morning right and in the middle of summer sometimes it doesn't get dark it doesn't get all the way dark until really late i think they started
1: the movie at like 9 15 and yeah. the sun didn't go down until 9 50 yeah or so about like half
2: the movie was completely washed out oh, wow. because yeah. of the sun and our screen of course was opposite the sun, yeah, our, yeah. So we didn't even have the we didn't even our, have our the sun, shadow.
1: Our sun was like, or our our screen was facing the west, and you know, so we had the sun yeah. right behind us. It was so it kind of you could it just sound you could just kind of yeah. The first ha- <laughs> the first forty minutes of the movie sounded really cool. Yeah. So we both need to go back and rewatch it. Uh, what what bits that I did see though, like toward the end of the movie, I really liked. Yeah. Oh, so I thought not. it was cool. I, I like the fact that they kind of brought back that traditional look Mm -hmm. you know even though it was all cg yep uh that you know they brought that same the not iguana look to him
2: (laughs) (laughs) Iguanodon. um my favorite part of the the movie which aside from godzilla himself though Mm -hmm. as far as the story goes i this is another unpopular opinion i think that it was absolutely genius for them to kill off brian cranston Sorry spoilers if you haven't seen uh, it. but that's a big point of interest though like yeah. they killed him off very early kind of like Janet Lee in psycho I didn't and I thought that was genius I
1: didn't know anything about about it going in you know I was mm-hmm. pretty it was pretty spoiler free as far as anything that I knew about and when he died I was like
2: oh what it, it, <laughs> like, it kind of invests you though it doesn't like what the fuck are they it, gonna be because do now?
1: It's, sorry more spoilers but his wife had already died mm-hmm. so you kind of thought like well that that's the big tragic death in the movie. And then all of a sudden he dies and you're like, yeah. What the
2: hell? And am then I his watching? son his son, who is the far not as good actor, takes over, but
1: Yeah, Brian Cranston still. the little bit that he was in that movie, he was really awesome.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, on. yeah. Coming
1: I, at you girl. The whole
2: game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I, I thought that was a genius part though. I really yeah. did. Like it, it keeps the audience guessing. It's yeah, like, you, you don't said, see that very often. I,
1: I wouldn't say that's an unpopular opinion. It's,
2: you know, a lot of people were probably bummed out about it, but that's the point. There was a lot of backlash when it first came out. What There was a lot, like they was all the advertising was all Brian Cranston. And then you get there and he's dead 15 minutes into the movie or 20 minutes, whatever it is. Oh well, yeah. That that's, was the whole point. I get how, it. But.
1: That's how a good movie works. It, you know, it 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 builds builds something mm-hmm. up for you, and then fucking knocks it down. It ruins like, your what? world. Why? Yeah. Like that's. It, it, in fact, uh, one of the other movies that I watched, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give it away. But I I watched uh, I watched The Host. I believe you did too.
2: Before we get to The Host, though, I will say this really quickly. Yeah. Uh, after the American remake, uh, Japan had Shin Godzilla they rebooted their, their series again yeah. so we're now in series 4 oh of toho godzilla right and that if you haven't seen shin godzilla it's amazing they do something different yet. with it like, mm-hmm. like, like for the first time in, in years but they, they've always redesigned the character mm-hmm. every new iteration but um uh, this one's way different because you get three freaking forms of godzilla before the end
1: oh yeah didn't you say oh, there was like amazing. a amazing like a tadpole godzilla that's yeah, like crawling with, with through the city eyes and stuff. <laughs> like
2: it's 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 and it's all cg and it's Brilliant that it's they put, all CG? That they put that much effort into making CG look that bad. Is that the <laughs> is that amazing. the first
1: uh that's the first Godzilla movie made by Toho where it wasn't a guy in a rubber suit? Where it was right.
2: all CG. There was CG in the in series three. Oh, okay. There's some. It was still a guy in a suit on land, but underwater. They would show him and right. it was it was really sure. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: Um but uh yeah, Shin Godzilla was all CG, but it looked incredible. It looked like a guy in a suit. It really mm. did. They put a lot of care into making something fake look like something real and shitty. Right on. <laughs> um, so if you haven't seen it, though, pick it up because it's
0: fantastic. So What about uh, Son of Godzilla? Oh. <laughs> oh. I think we briefly Is talked about that, on that one what, no, in the past. Uh, what's it? Minya. Minya. <laughs> Minya. Uh, uh,
2: so Minya talks in one of those movies. Um, in that oh. movie, I think. It, I think it's that one. Not Shin Godzilla. No, no, no. no. In, in Son of Godzilla. Yeah. It's either Son of Godzilla or the next
1: one. I forget I think you're is, right. Like, Doesn't he just Godzilla like...
0: wants me to learn how to fight.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> <laughs> <looks> so bad. <laughs> it's pretty good at yeah, the same those, time. Though. Those were the
2: movies where, where Toho really switched gears and wanted to make Godzilla appeal to kids. Yeah. They had two movies. Um, Godzilla's Revenge and then Son of Godzilla. I, I Don't quote me on that, uh, but I think those were the two. Mm-hmm. And then the one right after those two, though, yeah. was, like, back to being, like, really brutal. So it's, like, hopefully no kids were watching that growing up. and like, oh, I want
0: to see Minya!
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> we want to draw the kids in, and then we want to scare the shit That's out of them. That's pretty much it. Um, okay, well, hey, this is not a Godzilla can episode. You, can you... Speaking of Godzilla, though. Yeah, hey. Can you get me another beer? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so start talking about ho- the host, then.
2: Oh, um, so if you're Catholic, uh, halfway through the Mass... You go up and you get this thing called The Host. Mm -hmm. And then you eat it. It tastes like cardboard. But in this
1: movie, it turns everybody into giant fish people. No, that's not how this movie goes. I actually kind of
2: wish that was the (laughs) synopsis. (laughs) No, uh,
1: The Host was... uh, It's a Korean film.
2: Yes, South Korean, not North
1: Korean. They wouldn't let you do that in North Korea. Yeah, I don't think you can (laughs) make movies in North Korea, can you? Uh, uh, um, So this movie is about a monster who emerges from uh, Seoul's Han River. And focuses it focuses its attention on attacking people one victims loving family does what it can to rescue her from its clutches yes so uh, it kind of it, it it actually kind of it starts off which the uh, the first scene in the movie
0: mm-hmm.
1: which I, I don't think this is a huge spoiler because you'll literally if you watch this movie you'll see it in the first minute and a half sure. of the movie but that that's actually based on a real on a true event. Really? Yeah. Back in to, uh, Back in two thousand, there was a, a civilian worker named um, McFarland. I, I can't remember his first name. Seth. Seth McFarland. No. <laughs> uh, but he did that same thing. Like he. Uh, so in the movie, um, you have uh, Scott Wilson. I think his name is. I uh, maybe. The actor. Um, he's telling his. Uh, he, he's a. He's a mortician or something like that, and he's telling. He's telling his uh, his um, his partner to dump all this formaldehyde down the drain.
2: But that that's based on a true.
1: It's based This is based on a true event. There was really? that that exact same thing happened because uh, so based in the movie and in real life, this happened where there was an American telling uh, a Korean guy to pour a bunch of formaldehyde down the drain, and the Korean guy didn't want to do it because he said, "Well, this leads right to the Han River." Uh-huh and in the movie you know the american is just a complete stupid old bastard yeah. and he's like it's a it's a big wide river so you need to have it's a broad river american, so, you to, so you need to so you need to broaden your mind about this and so they pour a shitload of like 200 bottles of formaldehyde down the drain it ends up in the river and, it and then mutates, it you know muta- like mutates a a dude and uh, a, fish not, a dude, a dude, a, dude, dude a, a fish dude, a
2: fish dude, <laughs> and so he,
1: he turns into the the fish turns into a giant fish that can run and walk on land and mm.
2: the host, if you will.
1: Yeah, the host. Well, they call him the host because they think that he's a host for a, a virus. For a virus. Yep. Uh, this whole movie is um fantastic it's it was really good it's anti-america which is why koreans it, really like yeah, it.
2: yeah it's um it, it focuses on the fact that america americans are lying cheating kind of well it, meddling it, dirtbags yeah <laughs> it,
1: it, it had a lot it had a lot of undertones that had to do with like america's uh involvement in foreign relations and how we just kind of stick our nose in places and and yeah you know, at one point in the movie, they drop a bunch of Agent Yellow yep. on yep. everybody, yep. which yep. is obviously a call out to when we dropped Agent Orange all over. Or mustard everybody. gas,
2: or, uh, or is it the same thing? No. As Agent Orange? Yeah. No. 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 Well, because we, we, well, we did that with mustard gas too. I'm pretty sure. No.
1: M- well, mustard gas. I don't think.
2: You would have hated that.
1: <laughs> oh, I <would> have. <laughs> he is uh. not a fan of mustard. I've uh. seen Mike puke before when he had one tiny drop of mustard. Can you imagine was funny. gas form? Well, mu- but mustard—I <laughs> don't think mustard gas has like lasting neurological effects, does it? I don't
2: know anything about it.
1: But I mean that. But that's the thing about Agent Orange. I actually have a, a cousin who was in the military, and he was exposed to Agent Orange, and now he has Parkinson's. Yes. <laughs> so they don't know if that's for sure what caused it, but I don't know. It we seems like a we don't know. But but there's <laughs> yeah. like but there's like six other guys from his same uh, I don't know platoon uh, platoon me, that have the yeah. same thing. So. Kind of seems obvious. Yeah, I'd say so. So, I, anyway, getting away from the serious stuff, this was a really cool movie. It was a, about this really kind of just like bumbling idiot of a father who he he runs a, a food stand mm-hmm. by the Han River, and he's got a daughter, and uh, she ends up being kidnapped by this creature, and it's just kind of his quest to get her back. Yeah. And uh,
2: Well, the grandfather, the, fa- the father who was...
1: Yeah, it's uh, the yep. father who's the bumbling idiot, the grandfather, yep. uh, and then also the father's brother and sister join in the fight as well. One of the
2: things that you uh, pointed out to me is you you had called me and you said, I didn't realize for everything that I'd heard about this movie, I didn't realize that it was a, uh, a horror comedy. Yeah, I didn't know a ton about
1: it. I, <laughs> I had always just read like, this is a great movie, you have yeah. to see this movie. And, and I, I expected it to just be straight up like giant monster horror
2: which but it's funny though because when you called me and you said that I almost did a double take because I go what are you talking about it's horror comedy, you know like it didn't it, it when I think of horror comedy I think of like um, Evil Dead Two or um, uh, Shaun of the Dead that right. kind of stuff you know with and for, t- with, and for giant me. monster movies though it's kind of built into the genre that there's schlockiness to it and and ridiculous and Not, i was and I ridiculous i wasn't seeing
1: schlock i was actually seeing like you know yeah. really uh really like funny banter between the family well and the and all the satire with like all the american characters being just completely blown out of proportion well,
2: the reason that i bring it up and though is because you I was, watched
1: i was 43 minutes into the movie and i when i called mike about this and then literally 30 like i i started it back up Thirty seconds later, it went from being from having that tone to switching over to just a straight
2: up monster, monster, movie. serious monster movie. Yeah. So, so maybe well, that's
1: why you got kind of thrown off by
0: me. Well, saying the reason that. the
2: reason I brought up those is because uh, you watched the subtitled version, and mm-hmm. I, in a very rare, rare form, me watched the dub. Right. And it seems as though with the dub, I lost a lot of the actual comedic bits. Yeah. Um, not that the dub wasn't funny, but it's it's very different. I went back and actually watched part of it with the subtitles on with, with the dub, did and you, they don't
1: match up at all. Did you pick up more of what I was oh, talking yeah, about? Oh, yeah, I definitely
2: did. It um, Well, it's the same thing, but it's said differently. Right. You know?
1: Well, and that's the thing, is like you and I, you and I kind of sh- share the same thoughts on this, is I would rather read the subtitles and mm-hmm. get the performance from the non-English speaking actor than... Then get the uh, the performance from the English dub yep. actor because yep. a lot of times I think some of that stuff gets lost in translation. Yep. A lot of that emotion. And
2: this is a, c- a clear cut case of exactly that though. Right. It, it abs- I watched the dub and it absolutely was lost in translation. Yeah, for sure. Like I thought the guy was bumbling and being an idiot, but th- you get that a lot with monster movies though. Sure. It's kind of a part of those movies. You know what I'm saying? It, it's kind yeah. of, it's kind of dumb. It's kind of funny. It's not taken very seriously. You know that that kind of attitude towards them. Um, are you reading a novel, Jay?
0: <laughs> yeah. You know, sometimes I just really get into the... Uh, sometimes we talk about stuff Harry that Potter Jay's not brunch. interested in, so he just ah, starts enough, reading novels. <laughs> yeah, sometimes my mind wanders. Like, a minute ago, I was we, I got done talking about something we were discussing about, and I was like, I wonder how they make fog juice for fog machines, and I looked it up. I saw that!
2: <laughs> I was wondering what... I thought you were going to try to like surprise us with fog in the studio or something.
0: <laughs> no. well, well, now I got to know. How do they make fog juice? It's a... Uh, uh, like 100% pure glycerin Michigan. or glycerol glycerin and then, okay. they, oh, and then ammonia and then they use uh, <laughs> uh, distilled water and really? they mix it together and that was it. If you mix glycerin
1: with with distilled water it makes fog.
2: I guess yeah. Huh. So if I put my bush CD <laughs>
1: <laughs> just did <just>. just- <laughs> Just dip that I'm thing into some I'd, distilled I'd water dug deep for that joke. And you'll have the coolest party in all the land. <laughs> Most and, people and probably will not about. And then I got on about the it.
0: Fukushima thing because I was curious with Fiji water being by Fukushima, where all that radiation went in the water. If it was still good to drink, that was. Oh, all. you
1: mean because I'm enjoying a, a that nice was Fiji water right now? You're yeah. gonna
2: become the new host. Enjoy that tadpole <laughs> ass. Tadpole ass.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no.
2: <laughs> Back to horror. Well, okay. okay so speaking uh, of schlock. Oh jeez. Yeah, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> um I was perusing my my local video establishment. And I came across this movie that looked absolutely incredible. It's a jeez. movie called Deep Shock. Deep. And let me let me describe this cover for you. If you're if you're online, you can go to our Tumblr and I'll post it at
0: TheBuzzkillPodcast.tumblr.com. I'm just sick of doing We actually it. didn't plan that. That was, <laughs> that was pretty good. nice. No, um, I was just like, he's not going to so say, that. I'm gonna say it. I'm going to say it. Three
2: divers in the water with diving fins on, going towards like a hole in the ice, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you have this crazy looking, giant fanged serpentine creature, like massive looking creature underneath them. Is it glowing? No, uh, not not, not in the picture. It's more like reptilian. Jay's looking at it right now. How would you describe that? Almost like a
0: giant like snake meets. Yeah, right. It looks tremors, awesome. Tremors. I don't know. Like, yeah, it looks, it looks like an eel. Looks it awesome. It like just looks yeah.
1: like a giant eel with. But, but that looks huge awesome though, teeth. right? So I'm yeah. like,
0: oh, sweet, giant
2: underwater monster. Come I'm on, in. You had I've to never know that heard that was of this gonna be A
1: piece of shit.
2: <laughs> never, dude. <Come> sometimes <laughs> the best monster movies though are ones you've never heard of. There's so many Japanese monster movies you've never heard of that are fantastic. And that's yeah. true. Um, point is, though, is I'm, I'm going to take a chance on this. It was like a buck fifty. <laughs> Because, <laughs> because cheap, and um, so I took it home with me. I watched it the next day.
1: Most things that Mike oh. takes home with him only cost a fifty. That's why he has because herpes. Do
2: you have any cortisone cream? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, super glue. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, anyway, so I popped this bad boy in, and uh, oh boy, yeah, <laughs> it's. Uh, this is the kind of movie that that is made for about $100 and exclusively for the sci-fi channel.
1: Don't you I love it. But it's those.
2: rated R, which oh. is weird. Hmm. So it, I know it was made for TV. I found that out afterwards. Well, actually, um, but, don't
1: don't most of those like made for TV like the sci-fi movies? They a lot of them have a an, an an unrated cut, right? That you can get if you.
2: Um, some might. I'm not overly familiar with that many of them, though.
1: Mm, right.
2: That that do. I mean, like, I know the like, Sharknado movies. What you see is what you get. You know, yeah. stuff like that. But, um, so this movie is it's it basically it's it's the abyss meets like deep blue sea. Uh, and I'm not saying sharks
0: that.
2: Shark's <laughs> I'm not saying that because I want you to sing it, even <laughs> though I do. But it really is sort of like that. Two, three,
0: four, Deep deepest, deepest bluest, bluest. My head is like a shark's fin. fin.
2: That's like the sixth time that's happened on this show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> incredible.
2: Point is though, it really is like sort of similar though. Like, they're down in this underwater uh, uh, lab research facility, right? And you know how in the abyss they have where the uh, the, the submersibles come up into like that open water pit where they can dive down into and then they can go down it's the it's the dive bay essentially yeah it's like a hole in the bottom oh, yeah um well they have one of those and just like in the abyss where the 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 water creature comes under and it goes up through and, it, and it's you know it, it, it the first time that you see it, it's this big water puddle that's coming out and it's talking to the the the, the actress have you not seen the abyss i yeah but i can't remember one of the part. most classic scenes from the abyss um, anybody listening will know what I'm talking about. Point is though, there's the exact same scene in this movie where it, this it comes up and talks to her? Yes.
1: <laughs> this eel looking thing talks? It is
2: essentially an eel, it's a giant electrified eel. But it talks that glows blue. Well, it touches her and it communicates with her. Oh, I see. Yeah. But it comes up though and it's just the eel body and it puts its head like this, like real close to her face, and they're just kind of looking at each other and It's exactly like The Abyss. And then Deep Blue Sea, because there's tons of them circling the the facility and they're trying to get their way in, like the sharks did and and whatnot. Um, Yeah, this, uh, uh, yikes. Um, (laughs) It's not good CG either. So is this thing alien? Real bad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Let me see if I can remember every bit of, of the story.
1: You were, there's you were a just, trench.
2: There's a trench in the middle of the ocean.
1: Well, you just give us a quick rundown because we.
2: <laughs> no, 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 I will. We don't need there's to hear much about the of this. Movie, of the, ocean. Obviously. the trench is is letting off heat. It seems like, and it's melting all of the arc, uh North Pole ice. The polar ice the caps. The polar ice caps. Yeah. And so they so need that's to. That's what's going. So on. So they need to blast the trench to seal it off to seal the heat in, so that it stops heating up the water. Mm-hmm. However, the alien eels are there. Because they're trying to send a signal to their homeland <laughs> or something like that. Which is New Jersey, in, oddly Jersey, enough. Jersey. Um, yeah, it's, this movie's fucking weird. It's it's not good. <laughs> um, oddly enough, though, there's actors in it that are really recognizable. Such as? Um, so uh, Mark Shepard, if you watch Supernatural, uh, he plays Crowley, the king of hell. And he's been a main on that show for the last five years or so.
1: Oh, in um, Supernatural. In Supernatural, yeah.
2: yeah. So if you watch the show, you'll automatically know who he is. Um, another guy in it is uh, a guy named Sean Whalen. Uh, he was in People Under oh, the Stairs, Sean Hatchet Whelan, 3, yeah. uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2, yeah, he's Laid everywhere. to Rest. He's everywhere. Character uh, uh, Twister. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, he wasn't he Twister. Was yeah, so he's he was
1: all over the place. And
2: he was in it. And there's uh, the other guy. I didn't write his name down, but there's another guy who is... Um, David he, Keith? Da- yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's the is guy. It? Men of the, Honor? Yeah, so he was in a lot of stuff, Behind too, enemy won- lines? Yes. Yep. Shut up, I hate you guys. An Officer and a Gentleman? <laughs> uh, point is, though, I was kind of shocked, though, that there's people that I recognized in this movie from 2003. The movies that were coming out in 2003 compared to this movie is, is laughable. Absolutely laughable. Why is that? Well, just because of how it looked. It's your standard spray paint a tissue box silver and attach it to a wall, and that's your computer kind <laughs> of... <laughs> kind of like yeah. futuristic underground, you know, <laughs> laboratory. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's enough about Deep Shock. I've probably talked to way too much about that. Yeah, that already. is
1: that is quite enough. What do
2: you What do you got? Uh, hey
1: Jay, yes yeah, sir. Do you have a favorite like giant monster movie?
0: Giant monster. Will we count Tremors uh, as a giant monster? We would indeed.
2: We would. we would indeed. But we
1: can't talk about it too much for okay. certain reasons because we're
2: not going to be talking about it soon.
1: We're definitely not going to be doing a retrospective on Tremors soon. No.
2: Nope.
0: no, nope. Fair nope. enough. Way to, not, yes. way to not give that away, <clears throat> by the way. Whatever. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah. That's a giant monster movie. Does the uh, the adult section uh, King Dong count? <laughs> <laughs> Is it that family video? No, I'm just kidding. I, I wouldn't know anything about that. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to be the... I, Making stuff up. So Tremors is
1: your favorite yeah. giant monster movie? I enjoy Tremors, yeah. It's a good one. I think it, that's probably it, one of really my is. favorite as well.
2: I, I yeah, I, I remember when I first saw that movie, um that was one of my first um first monster movies that I watched over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. You know, when it first came out. Like I'd seen Godzilla's and whatnot, obviously growing up, but like Tremors for some reason, I don't know if it was that sexy Kevin Bacon or, <laughs> or what it was. <laughs>
0: uh
2: or 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 Burt. Bert I don't know. Yeah, or Reba. Re- yeah, that's right. Reba. Don't forget about in. Reba. Well, we all mm-hmm. know you love Reba. Let me, Reba. Let me tell you something. When we lived, she not, She too. James and I used to live in an apartment back in like 2003, and I would come home. 2003. From, that's when we were no, graduating <laughs> right, high 2007, school. Dude. 2007. 2007. Yeah. yeah, a little off. Um, I would come home from work though, and James and my other roommate would be sitting in front of the TV just watching Reba. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Watching. That was that was
1: gross, Mike.
2: <laughs> Watching Reba though.
1: We watched Reba and we watched the uh I can't Amanda rem- Bynes show. What was it? Was it actually called the Amanda Bynes no, show? no, I forget what it was called. I don't know. Doesn't
0: matter. It was terrible. What was it called? Was it the Amanda Show? show?
1: No. No, I it was like uh, I don't know. Yeah. You guys loved it though. Listen, well it's it's because every time you got home from work we were already half in the bag. So so Reba and the Amanda Bynes show for some reason was totally appealing to us. We would make a we would make a pan of brownies, eat the whole thing, drink a case of beer and watch Reba. Uh. <laughs>
0: Don't Sounds like a good time. Yeah. I mean, right? I mean, I mean hey. you
1: can't really judge us for that because it so was Super a damn Super 8 good was time. a great monster movie. Man, I haven't watched <laughs> Super 8 yet, and I meant to for this
0: show. Segway. Have you seen it, Jen? Segway. Nope.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh so talk about Super 8 uh, and we're just going to tune you out for a while. Now, if you haven't
2: I I think that you are maybe the only two people in existence that haven't seen Super 8 at this You're point. You're
1: probably pretty accurate on I that. I think so. Yeah. I think
2: so. Um Super 8 kind of touches a um that was a nerve with me, a good nerve with me, because it's about kids making movies. It's about kids making Super 8 movies and mm-hmm. wanting to to do that for their lives. Right. Um, and uh, while these kids are um, on location shooting uh, a movie, they happen to catch this a, uh, a big, massive train wreck in the background. Now, that train was carrying something suspicious, and the government so, swoops okay, in. Okay, so
1: it was a government train. The
2: government swoops in. They take over the town. Uh, one of the main kids' dad is a deputy sheriff, so he's trying to figure it all out. And it's, it's kind of like a caper, sort of in the sense of trying to figure out what's going on, until the big reveal, which, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to say it's about giant monsters, but we're talking about giant monsters, so... It's about giant monsters. <laughs> it's pretty.
1: I mean, you're not really giving anything away because no. it's pretty obvious in the trailer that that's what it's about.
2: The most beautiful part about this movie, though, is the fact that um, not only does it look like an old Spielberg Amblin movie, mm-hmm. it is a Spielberg Amblin movie. Oh, <laughs> that's probably why it looks but like, like but one. It, but it, it's it's the perfect home for this kind of movie, though. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it's it's that perfect mix of classics like Spielberg E. T. era type movie making with the throwback stuff like stranger things even though stranger things came way in the future right it's it's take on that though you know i'm like super eight exists in that that really childish bubble of like imagination mm-hmm. sort of this was, every, uh jj J- abrams J, yeah jj abrams that, shot yeah. this um it just incredible i I, haven't, I hadn't seen it in a while i we watched it the other night and there's a lot of parts of it that I just completely just didn't remember because it had been years since I'd seen it.
1: Oh, that's a big um, shocker. You I didn't know, remember right? stuff from a movie.
2: But, but though, like it's so magical that movie. Like it just it's looks so good it's and, magical, and it Jay. Um, <laughs> it's magical. Shut uh, up. it's magical. and it takes place in the 70s, late 70s, 79, but mm-hmm. so it's a, that, that throwback look to it, you know, it's it's just fantastic, you know. It's feel good Alien, the aliens awesome, and Are there, the alien uh, monsters
1: great. Any, any notable actors
2: in it? Um, twelve-year-old uh, Elle Fanning is uh, is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, She'd she do all right? Yeah, she did pretty good. Yeah. Um, she's actually really good. Nah, uh, there's. It's funny because since they're making movies, it's funny because you see these really good actor kids, for lack of a better way of saying it, act terribly for their own movie, and then as soon as they cut in their own movie, they act for real. Because they're making movies oh, oh, in the oh. movie.
1: So you're saying... Because it actually kind of takes a, a different level of talent to... If you're a professional actor, to
2: act poorly. Right? Yes. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. One of my favorite parts is is the director's like, "I'm Then you, I want you to walk into the background and go to the payphone so it looks like the city's bustling and this and that. And so you see the kid in the background. I just noticed this for the first time watching him. They're having this really intense scene, Elle Fanning and and uh, the lead, that she, the guy that she's acting against... They're talking about how I don't want you to leave. I like it here and this and that. You, your job scares me. I'm paraphrasing, but like they're, they're this this really heartfelt yet terribly acted scene for, for the kids' movies. Yeah. And in the background, this other kid walks up to a payphone and instead of like miming words on the phone, he just moves his jaw up and down. So he's like, <laughs> like, like pretending that he's talking without uh-huh. saying words. I was dying because like stuff like that though is is hilarious. To yeah. Me. Um. It's genuine, and uh, it's so good. Tell us a little bit about the monster
1: without giving too much away.
2: So the monster... um, Okay, without giving too much away, that's tough. Um, The monster is hinted at earlier by another character who may or may not have caused the train to crash. I'll leave that there. But
1: Well, when you say may or may not have, it means that they definitely did.
2: (laughs) I mean, I I wasn't saying that, but... um, So the alien, though... The, the the creature the giant creature um just wants bless you sorry this might not i don't know if this is giving anything away whatever this movie came out in 2011 you've had like 6 years to see it so uh it just wants to get home mm-hmm. and it's terrified and so everything that it's does it does it's lashing out because it's terrified and it's and it's trying to gather um supplies to build a ship essentially so that it can get home
0: mm mm-hmm. mhm
2: uh, and that's what it's doing. Obviously, that's part of the ending. Oh, oh, so diagram. it's very intelligent. Oh, yeah, super intelligent. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kids find themselves in the perilous situation, and Sarah stops sneezing. <laughs> <laughs> you sneeze bag. You're ruining <laughs> our show. <laughs> <laughs> she's
1: she's barely even sneezing. Dude, just sneeze. <laughs> just sneeze as loud as you possibly can. No, she, like
2: she's opting to suffocate herself. Just that's
1: let him <laughs> out. Oh, no. <laughs> Better... Um, um anyway though, no Isn't th- there another movie like that? Another giant monster movie like that where they discover that the monster is actually a baby and it's just trying to and it's scared and it's was Clover Cloverfield wasn't like that, was it? I don't believe so. There I was another so. giant monster movie like that and I can't for the There's life probably, of me I can't the, think of what it was, but premise. they find out even though this thing is massive. That it's just a baby and it's
0: scared.
2: Well, that that premise though doesn't strike me as being all that new. No, you know I'm sure it's happened in, in a lot of them. Something There's new. a lot of monster movies that we haven't seen as well. Yeah, um, that's true. Or haven't revisited to talk on them. And but if you um, and
1: if you guys uh, think that we should watch any monster movies, because like all episodes, we're gonna do another huge monster movie sure at some won't. point. So let that'll us...
2: that that one though, will actually be about uh, like giant monster cocks, <laughs> and King Dong will be there. Um, <laughs> So, uh, if you can think of a movie... God-willy. god, move...
1: god Willie, uh... <laughs> god, Oh, my gosh. All right. Um, so, is that all you have to say about Super 8, though?
2: Yeah. I mean, I I can't really bounce much more off you because you haven't seen it. So, uh, but that's true. But to anybody else who's listening and you haven't seen it, um, first off, Rochambeau yourself and then go see it. <laughs> that's that's my suggestion. <laughs>
1: um, Well, I watched Pacific Rim. Oh, so finally. Good. So good. It's... Uh, I can't believe it took me so long to see this movie, but man, it was awesome. I Take texted, I was two minutes and 37 seconds into it and I paused it and I texted Mike and I said, I'm two minutes, 37 seconds into this thing and it's already awesome. He's lying. He didn't text me. Yes, I did. He did. I will show you the text. You son of a bitch. Um, it's directed by Guillermo del Toro. So obviously it's going to be awesome. Yep. Yep. And obviously the creature design is going to be awesome because yep. he has a hand in all of that. They actually designed like a hundred, a hundred creature, a uh, hundred different. So, uh, kaiju, if you don't know already, is the suit. Uh, kaiju is the the Japanese word for um, uh, strange creature, uh-huh. and that's what they call the the giant creatures in this movie. That's also what they call the giant creatures in every like Japanese giant. Yeah, creature movie.
2: I mean, I mean, the whole guy in a suit type movie phenomenon. In Japan, they're called they're kaiju. Called, they're kaiju movies. Kaiju movies
1: yeah. Yeah. And then they have, in this movie, <clears throat> so the kaiju start showing up from this, uh, they call it the breach. Uh-huh. It's like this huge opening in the bottom of the ocean. And it's uh, it's a link to a different dimension, basically.
2: Black hole on Earth.
1: Right. <clears throat> For <clears throat> and, lack
0: of a And way these, of these
1: it. giant kaiju start showing up and just like tearing the world apart. So humankind. Uh, well, here, I'll just read you the, the quick synopsis I have here. As a war between humankind and monstrous sea creatures wages on, a former pilot and a trainee are paired up to drive a seemingly obsolete special weapon in a desperate effort to save the world from the apocalypse. Not really obsolete to begin with, because at, at one point in time, this thing was a yeah. a fighting machine. Basically, these are... It was
2: out of commission, though.
1: Yeah, it was out of commission. Yeah. These are... they. So, mankind builds these giant robots... Uh, to To basically intercept these things as they're headed toward land and just it's pound like the, the, living like the shit Earth out of It's like defense
2: them. system almost. Yeah. Like
1: whenever these things show up, and uh, and and the people, the 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 pilots who who control these things, they actually they have to link uh, minds mm-hmm. in order to work together because they found out that sink
2: sink their minds. Well, they
1: call it the drift. They meet in the drift, and it's. Uh, they have to they have to link minds and they have to work together because they found that uh, for one pilot to try and pilot one of these giant robots, it's it's too much uh, neurologically. They need that you, brain power. Yeah, you basically you basically like
2: Die. start
1: bleeding from every orifice. If you, oh, that, sounds, that sounds uncomfortable. And so um, so everybody so so each one of these things is piloted by two people. In one case, it's piloted by three, which is pretty badass. One of the robots has three arms and it. And it's uh, like Japanese triplets that that uh, pilot the thing. So they intercept these giant creatures and uh, pound the shit out of them. But then the creatures start to get bigger and bigger and bigger and badder and badder and badder. And that's uh, kind of just this huge struggle. Why are you pouring shots of beer?
2: Oh, yep. it's our last it's one. It's our last beer. So, okay. we gotta, gotta...
1: so uh, tell me a little bit about your thoughts on this movie.
2: Um, I... Had I did not revisit it for this episode. I wanted to. I ran out of time. Um, my I, I'm weird on this though. My first impression of this movie, I, I actually didn't like it. Really? Um, no, I know that I'm wrong. Yeah. I know that totally. I'm wrong. Um, I was not in the right mindset to watch this movie when I watched it, and I watched it over the course of three days. Why? <laughs> uh, I was I, when I first watched it. I was um, this is back before my my hmm, my wonderful pooch died. I was Aww. dog sitting. I was dog sitting for my folks, mm-hmm. um, and uh, with my with my old <clears throat> elderly dog, it was a lot of taking care of her more than it was doing anything else when I was oh, there. Oh yeah. And so this movie's long. This movie's like two and a half hours long. Yeah. Uh, and so I just I could not find two and a half straight hours to watch it when I was dog sitting. For sure. And so I ended up watching it over the course of like three days, and I think that was a huge negative to my experience. Kind of took it. you out of it. That being said, though, that being said. Um, I even though I didn't like it when I first saw it that didn't stop me from going out and buying the $45 giant set for it <laughs> did you watch it again no not yet
1: oh well no no so well, here i am talking about how freaking awesome no, it was. no, But this is
2: what i'm saying though i recognize the fact from what i remember about the movie though mm-hmm. like the the monsters looked incredible yeah the, the the fight scenes between the robots and the monsters were incredible mm-hmm. the acting was really good like, i recognized that everything that i saw was good mm-hmm. it's just that my impression was tainted because i watched it so fragmented that i didn't really like really immerse movie. yourself that's in it. exactly it yeah. yeah and so when i watched it i ended up thinking that oh god this is so long i have to watch it a third time mm. like oh like i was in that kind of mindset
1: you need to rewatch it i do and i'll actually re-watch it with you because like that, I, I knew that i, I just like watched it y- what was that two days ago yeah and i already want to watch it again. oh this
2: actually brings me up to something that we missed in the news what um, and that is, because I own this movie, like I said, I own this, like, this big figure set that has like six discs with it or whatever, mm-hmm. and it's like the 3D Blu-ray, the Blu-ray, the yada, yada yada. Yeah. Uh, the news that I wanted to get to that I completely forgot about is we have another death. Oh, who? 3D televisions. Oh, are you serious? Yep. This is this is right. You were just
1: talking last night about yep. how you I want to one buy one, too.
2: And this is perfect for me, though, because they're going to go down in price oh, like crazy yeah. by next year. Yeah. Uh, you have to buy a 2016 model or below to get a uh, 3D television. Well, look, Sony and luckily, LG. I already have
1: one. Hmm. Sony and <laughs> LG
2: were the last two that were making them yeah. up until last year. And this year's models, 2017 models, None of them have. So it's just they, they it's, killed it. They it's killed just, it. There was there there wasn't. It's it's I not, said this I, I, when three D when three D television first came out. I said it's not going to catch on. No, it's just it's the same thing I'm saying about four K Blu-rays. It's not going to catch on. People don't care enough about that little bit of a difference. Right.
1: Well, like but, and and you and know, 3D, I mean, with three D
2: though, it's a novelty.
1: I've only ever watched three uh three D TV. With you, uh-huh. and how many times have we done it? Maybe two or three times. But
2: it's been awesome oh, every yeah. time we've done it, it.
1: If you if you have a 3D TV, watch Jurassic Park in 3D. Oh.
2: Even though it wasn't made in 3D, that that conversion to was 3D awesome. was. Speaking of giant monsters, shit, Jurassic yeah, there Park go. is a giant monster movie. I don't care what anybody says. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh,
1: Jurassic it, Park 3D is
2: absolutely incredible
1: especially for some reason i have in my living room so i have my my tv mounted up on my wall (laughs) what you're gonna say and then i have a giant mirror hanging on the wall opposite and if you're watching 3d tv if you if you if you watch it through a mirror for some reason it's
2: like 10 times better. It's clearer. Yeah. I don't know what it does. There's something about... Maybe maybe that was why the 3D TVs failed. They didn't realize they needed to mirror the image yeah. in order for it to look good.
1: So we actually spent a good portion of, of our <laughs> watching experience uh, with Jurassic Park watching it through in, in the reflection well, of the mirror on
2: the back wall of my living I wouldn't say a room. large... Portion of it, A we went back decent. and forth. Well, we, the rest, were, we the rest of it we watched, spent on bar stools, about five feet from the screen, holding hands
1: <laughs> with my with my infant daughter swinging in her in her little chair. A glimpse into us. our lives. Yeah. Well,
0: was she scared?
1: She was asleep. I can't believe she slept I, through it. She didn't want to like watch that. that.
2: Yeah. Um. Anyway, um, though, back to sorry, we got off topic here, but. <laughs> Pacific Rim though. Uh, I,
1: I got I, I got a couple of fun facts about Pacific Rim. Yes, you do need to rewatch it yeah. because I really liked it. First of all, I got to say this for my wife. Uh I'm I am i I'm guessing that she wishes that she would have stayed up to watch this one with me because Charlie Hunnam, who if you don't know, he's um sexy. Yeah, well, he's <laughs> he's he's Jax from Sons of Anarchy if you know who that is. Uh he's he's shirtless for, you know, a good portion of the movie. Like within the first 2 minutes, shirtless. And I'm like, oh, I wish I wish Aaron would be here because finally some man would satisfy her.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, so yeah, he's better looking than I am. Uh Travis Beecham, who wrote this movie, uh, he came up with the entire concept for this movie by uh one morning he was he was walking down the beach and it was foggy out, and he was approaching a pier that was, you know, like jutting out into the into the bay. And he he said that he saw the pier rising up from the fog, and it looked like a giant monster. So you
2: are saying is that a giant monster appeared? A pi- ah, <laughs> nice,
1: yeah, nice. <laughs> and and he thought to himself, that looks like a giant monster. Wouldn't it be cool if there was a giant robot waiting on the oh. beach to fight it? And then he just went home and wrote Pacific Rim. That'd be awesome. Like that's why people like pe- successful people, their brains work like that, and that's why we're not a successful people. Well, you know, there's <laughs> you know, there's
2: a Pacific Rim Two coming, right?
1: Yeah, the uh, the uprising.
2: Yeah, d- yeah. Uh, Del Toro now nothing to do with it. Oh, really? My understanding. Oh, um, bummer. Yeah, I mean whatever. See, I don't. That, I'd like, rather him do Hellboy three. <laughs> I, I agree with you
1: there, but like literally every single. So the 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 robots were called Jaegers, which mm-hmm. is the uh the German word for hunter. Every single one of the Jaegers and every single is what's Meister mean? Jaeger, Mister Hunter. Is it Mister hunter I maybe Hunterman. <laughs> hunter. Oh, maybe it's Hunterman. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, we should look. Suddenly, I
2: like Jaeger Meister. <laughs> does have a
1: picture of a deer on it? You didn't like Jaeger before? I hate Jaeger. Oh. I can drink it. Um so the 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 uh your robots are called Jaegers and the and the the monster hunting master. Uh, hunting master? Is that uh-huh. what it is? Yeah. There you go. Jaeger Master. You know. um, uh where was I going with this? You guys keep knocking me off track. Uh oh, every single one of the designs was was, you know, kind of Put together by Guillermo del Toro yeah. and and his and his crew. So, mm-hmm. you know, I just hope that they don't lose that. If they're not really working with Guillermo del Toro now again.
2: that the world though is established, right? I think they'll go off that. I'm sure there'll be some changes, but yeah, it's got it's got to look decently similar. They want to sell a sequel, you know. They're not going to change it so much so that people don't yeah recognize for sure.
1: It. Uh, just one more fun fact before we move on sure, uh, sure. the the voice of the computer, like the 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 woman who is making announcements throughout the it's called the Shatterdome. Yes, which is the basically this huge uh, hangar slash fortress where the uh, the pilots for the Jaegers live at one point. Uh, she's played by Ellen McLean, who is also the voice of the Glados uh, computer in the Portal games. Oh. Because Guillermo de Toro is a huge Portal fan, for- fan yeah. of the Portal games, I've heard, so I've got actually heard her, her talk about that. Before. And once I read that, I went back and I listened to a little more of it, and it's totally recognizable. They they actually tuned her like they they took her voice down a octave, uh, like a half an octave or okay. something. But you can definitely still tell it's her. It's it's nice. pretty cool. Very cool. So anyway, um,
2: okay, I have I have one more dive into a little bit of schlockiness that I need to get to. It's giant monsters. All right, come on. <laughs> it's, it's you got you need a little bit of schlock. <laughs>
1: We're gonna um, have to like come up with a system where you're only allowed a certain amount of schlock. I've only had one. Like I'm gonna I'm going I've only had deep shock so far. You, yeah, but you're about to hit us with another one. Death Kappa. Oh.
2: Oh well, that's not schlock. Oh, really. oh, it's schlock. But it's—I <laughs> it's, mean—it's giant monster in in the most truest sense. It really is. But this is this is not schlock. Like this is.
1: Death Kappa wasn't really meant to be taken seriously, was it?
2: You're probably right. You're probably right. Is this, is this a Toho movie? I'm not going to say spoof or parody, because it's not a spoof or parody, but it's it's an appreciation for all the things that are great and all the things that are ridiculous is this about a, giant monsters. Is movies. this a Toho movie? It is not Toho to my understanding. No, I don't oh, believe it's I Go. thought it was. I don't was, believe okay. it's Toho. Um, actually, I don't know exactly what company put it out. I did not write that down. However... Death Kappa is ridiculous. Uh, This is a, it's a giant monster movie in the vein of uh, uh, Godzilla and like Rodan, Mothra. Like it's those crazy characters, you know, that like Toho made famous, fighting other random giant monsters. Yeah. Um, And Death Kappa is about uh, a failed pop star travels back home after her career did not take off, and uh, she she comes home. to live with her, her grandmother. Uh, as she's walking back to her grandmother's house, her grandmother sees her halfway. They run towards each other, and her grandmother gets hit by a car and dies. Oh. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Jeez.
0: Hmm.
2: Um, by a, a car Will full... Will I th-
0: see you at grandma's house on Christmas <laughs> Day? Nope.
2: <laughs> um, so it's... Uh, and she's hit by a group of... of people in a convertible just drinking and driving and having a good time and it's and, and only in, is that your idea of a good and, time mike is drinking and driving fun. <laughs> i swear to you i swear to you i'm not meaning this in any kind of a disrespectful way but only in a horror movies i swear to god do you see kids who are like oh
0: this is awesome oh we just
2: hit a girl well oh, so sorry <laughs> like the dub is like so ridiculous yeah. <laughs> it's bad, it's bad shit um so that happens and then her, and the grandmother's dying words though is that you have to take care of the kappa you must protect the kappa now the kappa is this legendary uh creature in japanese folklore mm-hmm. uh they're water goblins essentially Ooh. uh and they're closely associated with uh, the, the the town in that country yeah um they're amphibious they have a turtle shell a beak they love japanese pop music uh <laughs> they are sumo wrestling aficionados <laughs> <laughs> and they love cucumbers. Oh. oh, this
1: was the thing that you. <laughs> if you watched posted our, a video if you watched of.
2: our, um, uh, our Instagram, uh, I posted a video of a ridiculous scene. So of they the
1: airlift a cucumber to him at one <laughs> point. Air- so <laughs> the kappa is the good guy.
2: Yeah. Well, okay. sort of. Sort of. What happens is the the girl befriends the kappa, and then somehow the kappa gets like kidnapped. And There's three sections to this movie. There's the beginning section of the girl who is coming home and, and taking care of the Kappa. Mm-hmm. Section two is about a secret scientific group that wants to use the Kappa to make amphibious super soldiers for the government. <laughs> hmm. And that ends badly, and they end up trying to blow up the world with a nuke. Oh, okay. And the nuke goes off. And then after that happens, though, um, it takes a weird shift in the movie because you don't see the Kappa for the next like half an hour, yeah. and nothing has anything to do with anything. It essentially, after the nuke goes off, you're introduced to this new monster that is essentially just a mutated, radiated fish <laughs> called, uh, uh, what was it called? Um, Fishman. Man! Uh, Hangulas. Hangulas. H-A-N-G-Y-O-L-A-S. Hangolas. Hangolas, I think that's how you say it. Um and he's like terrorizing he's like terrorizing the city. And it's like you know how like old Godzilla movies were like those ridiculous sound stages and it was all cardboard buildings. Yeah. It's that, but to the most chintziest level that you can possibly imagine. Like <laughs> like it looks fake, mm-hmm. but it's genius because it's supposed to. Yeah. Um and so Hangulus is destroying the city and then Kappa comes back. But now Kappa's also mutated because of the bomb. And he's evil. So he is death Kappa. <laughs> <laughs> and so they fight. They do their thing. Uh, Cucumber gets airlifted to Kappa to re-energize him by the government. <clears throat> and what I love about if he's, this...
1: If he's evil, why is the government still feeding him cucumbers?
2: Because he's fighting against the bigger evil, I guess. Also, it doesn't where really did they make f- a whole lot of sense. Also,
1: where did they find a... 37 foot long cucumber.
2: Logic? I don't, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just, just, uh. So, so the, so, so Kappa ends up winning. What I love the most about it is all the jet fighters from the military that they have coming in. Mm-hmm. They're so obviously toys. So, <laughs> there's strings holding the jets when they fly in. Like you can see, it. they don't make any effort to, uh, to, to hide them. They actually, uh, one of the people in it, uh, catches on fire. And instead of having a guy in a burn suit, they it's literally just an action figure that they set on fire. <laughs> like, <laughs> like That's how this movie is. Uh, it's genius. It's great. Um, it's If you can find it and you're into this kind of thing, watch it. If you're not into this kind of thing, avoid it at all is costs. Is this you
1: own this? I do. Uh, well, because
2: the trailer for this movie makes it look
1: awesome. I remember you showing me the trailer awesome. a long time ago. Uh,
2: and the giant monster fight is entertaining as well. sure, yeah.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, uh, the ending, they have a plate on their head. I left that part out. <laughs> it's a really fragile plate on the top of their head. Yeah. And you have to water it, I guess. <laughs> it, it doesn't make any sense. So evil Death Cappa... So they're
1: giant Chia Pets.
2: So evil Death Kappa <laughs> at the end turns good again because this girl just starts watering the top of its head with like, with like a scoop. It like doesn't <laughs> make any sense.
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Uh, Death Kappa ladies and gentlemen, that's all I got for the you. The
1: crap that you watch sometimes.
2: Oh, I love it. Are you kidding me? This is from 2010, too. It's pretty pretty new it's pretty
1: new <laughs> pretty pretty new <laughs> well uh we're going to uh start wrapping this bad boy up because we're getting to that point we we like the, a the past co- the day. past couple weeks we <laughs> <laughs> past couple weeks we haven't started to, well we started to wrap up at this time and then went like two hours and 15 minutes yeah. because we're idiots so uh we really have just one more movie to talk about right now. Uh, yeah, we know that we're missing a ton of huge monster nah, movies. Nah,
2: good pun. Uh, <laughs> <Huge> <laughs> I just, I uh,
1: I, there's the King Kong movies. Yep. There's Cloverfield. Yep. Uh, monsters. Monsters.
2: But yeah, aliens, giant aliens, and the monsters. It, monsters? What are you talking? About? We talked about this movie like a couple weeks ago.
1: Why do I know? Oh, so stupid, Jim. Jeez, that that wasn't a couple weeks ago. That was quite a while ago. Uh, But um, no, yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Um, Uh, so we know that we're missing a bunch Uh, we'll get around to another episode like this sometime in the future talking
2: about honorable mentions though Yeah. um, Yeah, you have like the Rodan series Mm -hmm. uh, amazing the Mothra series on it's own we briefly touched on that Uh, War of the Gargantuans which is like two giant life sized humans fighting Yeah. odd Um, you have the Gamera series god the Gamera series is so good Uh, then you have the the originals Uh, Beast from 20,000 Falun uh Beast from 20,000 Fathoms. 20,000 Falons. It's just 20,000 Jimmy Falons. Hey, 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 you know what? Yeah, hey, uh, hey, yeah. That was uh Ray Harryhausen's first movie, his first uh, feature-length movie he did by himself. The Beast from 20,000 yep. Fathoms. He apprenticed he apprenticed with uh the guy from King Kong on Mighty Joe Young, and then 20,000 Fathoms was his first uh, on his own. Oh, I'm not kidding. Yep. Anyway, like I said, there's lots of movies that that we haven't touched on. Maybe we'll get to them someday. I'm sure we will eventually. But um, Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. As far
2: as the purposes of this day goes,
1: the the last movie that we're going to talk about is from 1982, and it's just a gem.
2: Can you guess it?
1: An absolute gem. Uh, It is uh, Q, the Winged Serpent. Why are you doing that? You're always (laughs) like toward the end of the show. You always do weird things with your pee popper. Step popping your peas, Mike. So uh, yeah, cue the winged serpent from 1982.
2: It's a great flick. <laughs> I liked it. A it was lot. really, really good.
1: Yeah, I um, do, I'd always heard about it, and I, uh, I had seen parts of it before.
2: Yeah. I did not know that David Carradine was in it first. Oh. off. did not know that. Did was
1: David? Did David Carradine like? He was giving off like a Mr. Rogers vibe. Mr. Rogers. Yes. Go back and rewatch it, and just imagine Mr. Rogers delivering all those lines, there was something about him that was very Mr. Now
0: you see here, kids, <laughs> when you talk badly to people... Never mind.
1: Also... My also, last name is
0: Rogers. I can do that whenever I, guess I want. I, I guess I can a, kind of a, see that. In a way, just by
1: being human, each one of us is very, very fancy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, listen, like, if you go back, like, it's something about the way he's very soft-spoken, and everything that he says is said with like, they're being... They're being they're they're either chasing down or being attacked by a okay. giant winged serpent, yes. Or chasing this cult who is like sacrificing people to this winged serpent. Spoiler. But uh it, and and like the entire time he's got like this shit eating grin on his face. <laughs> I know more than you. And he's just really but nobody believes about him, though. The whole thing. That's yeah. the whole
2: thing. Nobody believes in the entire movie. It's two separate stories and they wanna
1: It almost seemed like it almost seemed like every single one of his lines was improv.
2: It's David Garrity. And it might have been.
1: <laughs> There's just something about it that like cuz he had the weirdest lines in the movie where it just I was like that really seemed like too uh too casual for for what you're going through well, right now and I don't know. It's
2: just Maybe he was never mind. If you don't it. know,
1: this movie uh Q is about um NYPD detectives uh Shepard and Powell are working on a bizarre case of a ritual ritualistic Aztec murder. Meanwhile, something big is attacking people of New York, and only greedy small-time crook Jimmy Quinn knows where its lair is. I guy, love, I love guy. the Quinn character, by the way, Michael Moriarty. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say his character is fantastic. He's such a shit. He's so <laughs> it, it,
1: it, that's that's another like just the dialogue, and that's that's. Uh, a lot of his stuff seemed like it was improv too. It's just something. Maybe it's something about the writing from that era, or it might be a specifically testament to even the acting too. But though, like, I mean,
2: like just just their way of acting too, though. Because I like, his character, I thought was great. I didn't pick up that maybe it was improv. I think that he was just doing that character justice. Like I, I he guess, was I guess fully embodying that sleaze bag, just crappy character.
1: Well, but I but like when he's interacting with his girlfriend and stuff like that, it's uh, something about it is very. Kind of natural, you know what I mean? He's just a natural wife beater, like <laughs> wife beater. He never beats, her, yes, does he? he
2: does. It's part of the movie. He beats the crap out of his wife, he doesn't actually or his girlfriend. He doesn't actually well, they, do it on screen, never, yeah. They never but actually they talk show about, about but he's, it, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm just saying he acts, you know, like that kind of guy really well.
1: He, but he doesn't even act like a wife beater, he's he acts like a giant pussy throughout the entire movie. Like the whole time he's like he's it's just a
2: weird dichotomy the, for that character actually. The if whole you think time about he's it.
1: just kind of well yeah because he's mixed up in like mob type stuff. But he's a giant. But at the pussy, same time right. he's just a he even says at one point yeah. in time when he's up in Q's lair he's like, which this was a weird line because it kind of came out of nowhere because he's he's in the top of the Chrysler building, looking out over the city and he just says out loud to himself which and it, it just seemed awkward he goes. I'm pretty much afraid of everything, but I've never been afraid of heights. Yeah. Like, why
2: would you say that out loud to yourself? And you're up... Yeah, that is weird. You're right. <laughs> that's very strange. It's a giant
0: wussy. He's a, a pussy. Wussy.
1: <laughs> a wussy. <laughs> I don't think I've called anybody a wussy since, like, sixth grade. Um,
0: yeah, no, that, that's... Yeah.
1: No, it was it, it was cool, though. So, Q stands for Quetzalcoatl. Which because is everybody knows that. <laughs> uh, you never heard the name Quetzalcoatl <laughs> have, before this. I don't
2: believe that I have. Did you not pay attention in school, Mike? Uh, I don't think we talked about Quetzalcoatl. 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 I don't think we talked about him in school. Are you serious? It's not ringing any bells. Oh, me. okay. Uh, maybe, maybe in Madax they teach you guys about weird like <laughs> cults and stuff. Well, here's or, something like, Aztec rituals. Here's, but... some, here's
1: something interesting that I read about Quetzalcoatl, which. Um, if if this is if this is believed to be completely wrong nowadays, if anybody wants to correct me, go ahead. But in the in the Mormon religion, Quetzalcoatl is believed to be Jesus Christ. Really? Yeah.
2: So then, why is he a giant winged serpent in this movie?
1: It has something to do with like like politics and trying to trying to merge. Uh, trying to merge the beliefs of two separate religions together. But essentially what ended up happening, what came out, like I'm, I'm not going to give you the whole history on it, I read it earlier today, but like what came out the ass end of this entire thing is that Quetzalcoatl, this giant winged serpent, it's, it's actually uh, like the story of him got kind of uh, twisted over the years. And he actually is... More of yeah, like he's he's Jesus Christ. I don't know. I'll send you. The, I'll send you so, the link, and I will have. I'll have Mike put this so up on the Tumblr. you're gonna have like, me
2: believe that Jesus is a giant winged serpent. No,
1: that's the thing though. Is like he's no in in the Mormon in the Mormon religion, they don't believe that Quetzalcoatl is what he was in the Aztec religion.
2: Oh, gotcha. Okay, so they take the name. And then put it to a new story, essentially.
1: Yeah. Trying to, re- trying, legit. <laughs> trying to recall it. Sounds right <laughs> legit. Trying to recall it right now is tough, but, like, it's.
2: Well, regardless of, of where he came from, <laughs> uh, he's an awesome stop motion animated giant winged serpent, as the title would tell you. Which, do you know who did the, I the do stop motion not, effects in this I movie? I do not. Um, I did look it up. It was a name that was not familiar to me, and I don't think that I wrote it down, unfortunately. Because, really? But, um,
1: uh, re- like,. This was at a time when you... I mean, this was in the 80, 82, right? Uh, yeah. You really didn't see a lot
2: of this type of stuff at that point. No. Uh, well, tail end of it. Uh, it was. There was other ways of doing everything at that point. Yeah. And stop motion animation was kind of on its way out. Right. This movie, however, still did it. Yeah. Um, It had its place. It just didn't... Um. Yeah, I don't know. It, you didn't see a whole lot of it at that point in time. Right. That's my point.
1: This movie, uh, it it didn't. It's not so much a horror movie as it is a. It's kind of a like a crime
2: drama, like detective, detective, detective type play. movie. Yep. Um, kind of reminded me of the uh, later Hell uh, Hellraiser movies, where they're all detective movies mixed with with this really gothic Hellraiser vibe mixed in, sort of at the end. Right. Like this movie's like it's a regular. Detective flick with only a giant monster at the end.
1: Right, and and David Carradine's character, like he's working on two cases at the same time, which is uh, people keep on keep being murdered by something from above. Yeah, Death from Above, nineteen eighty two, and and then also there's like these ritualistic killings that are happening all over town, and he is connecting them mm-hmm. and saying that you know uh, it's it's this like old Aztec. Ritualistic killing that's bringing Quetzalcoatl back. But, uh, you know, and his commissioner, who for some reason is English, which is weird. Did you notice that? I did. I did. Um, (laughs) I just kind of went with it. The commissioner of the NYPD is English for some reason in this movie. Maybe. Um,
2: Maybe he filled up his quota he, across the states. He, so tells, he tells
1: him, "You can work this case, and you can work this case, but there's you, you're not mixing them. You're not. You're yeah. not. We're not going to tell people that there's uh, like people ki- enough, like a ritualistic cult killing people in the name of this giant winged."
2: Oddly Hell enough, bad. though, he completely accepted the fact that one of their cases was about a giant winged bird that was killing people, and he didn't even question it. Right. <laughs> like,
1: well, he's like, he's at like, all. like he's like, like, I can believe that there's a a wing. He's he said, I can believe that there's a giant bird that's killing people, and yeah. I can believe that there's a, these other weird killings going on. But you're not going to convince me that these killings have anything to do with this giant demon bird. Yeah. It was. He was an idiot.
2: Um. So um, this movie uh, was directed. By Larry Cohen. Yeah, Uh, Hmm. probably most known for uh, uh, movies like "It's Alive" and the stuff. Hmm. He did those classic '80s flicks. Mm -hmm. So he's you know he's a guy. "It's Alive" we probably could have talked about last week with Killer Kids. Could have, yeah, could have, but we didn't. Um, But yeah, this movie's great. If you haven't seen it, it's on. um, well
1: it's great with like with like an asterisk.
2: Well yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> it's not to, a
1: great movie, if but you it's like it's, this
2: kind of stuff. Yeah,
1: it was pretty it was a pretty fun watch. Yeah. Um there's two things that I wanted to say about this before we wrap it up. First of all, the uh well if you go on Shudder, this is where we watched it. We watched it on Shudder. Yep. Which by the way, get Shudder.
2: Five bucks a month. It's long. five bucks a yeah. month and you I will say this though. What? Not to not to discredit Shudder yeah. at all. Um I cannot watch it streaming on my computer anymore. Oh, really? It freezes everything. Oh, it well, only accepts uh, Chrome and Firefox, Yeah, and it, and it freezes on both versions.
1: Oh. Well, so I, always, I always watch it either on my yeah, phone so if or you're my watching,
2: tablet. Uh, if you're watching word, on a tablet or phone, it's fantastic. Oh. Um, if you're only going to watch it, though, streaming online,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, i got to say right now at least, until they work out their bugs... Or maybe you have shitty internet. No, no, it's everywhere <laughs> I go. It's everywhere I go. It's not one particular place.
1: Okay, well, according to me, download Shutter. <laughs> according to Mike, Shutter. Maybe no, not. Shutter's great. Shutter's great. <laughs> uh, the the last thing I wanted to say about it is uh, the the cover art for this movie is fantastic. It kind of oh, reminds yeah. you of like old like an old metal album. <laughs> uh, it was actually done by Boris Vallejo. Who he's he's pretty well known. He's he did the film posters for Night Riders, Q, obviously Barbarian Queen. He also did um, National Lampoon's Vacation, uh, okay. um, European Vacation, yep. and also the Aqua Teen Hunger Force colon movie <laughs> film for theaters. Uh, okay. So he's all over the place. I can
2: actually see the National Lampoon's the National Lampoon ones. Yeah, like it's hand drawn. It's in that same style. Yeah,
1: like, absolutely. It, it it actually like I. It kind of looks like the uh, uh, Army of Darkness. Yeah, same kind of art style. Very similar. Yeah. So that's really cool. I thought that was pretty oh. sweet. But um, I think that's kind of it. That's gonna wrap it up. Yeah.
2: <laughs> for this week.
1: Yeah, because we have talked for two hours again. For goodness sake. Wow, goodness we're, sake. We're
2: good at babbling.
1: Yeah, we what, are. What can we say?
2: Well, um, um, so so if next you... week. Next week we might have. I didn't want to give it away earlier, but next week. Tremors baby Tremors. now you just
0: gave it away
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we never said that it was next week we just said upcoming I'm giving it away now though. yeah next week we're going to be doing a, a Tremors retrospective yeah. so we have some movies We've to watch this
2: week got a new movie uh, in, the, in the works actually I've seen the three time. of
1: them so, some. so we'll be alright um, if you want to find us anywhere just call us and we'll
2: tell you where we are at 1-800-B-I-G-S-E-X-Y <laughs> <laughs> Big yeah. sexy. No, <laughs> actually you c- don't call that. You'll probably get something really weird.
1: <laughs> you can find us on SoundCloud, uh, Instagram, and Facebook
2: at the Buzzkill Podcast. You can find us on the Twitter at the Buzzkill PC.
0: You can check out the Tumblr at the podcast tumblr.com Which was up on time
2: last week. Hey, nice hey, going. are be Mike. up on time again this All week. All right. Getting in the groove. Stella's got a groove back. Stella's got <laughs> a
1: groove back, baby. Whoopi and Goldberg. if you want to find Jay and you want to f- get yourself a quality recording, you or can a or find it at Quality
0: ad. HJ. W- <laughs> WWW.Ocean Recording dot com. Follow at Ocean Recording.
1: And, uh, <laughs> no HJs. <laughs> Uh, if you don't already have the Horror Amino app, make sure that you download that and find us on there. And also, I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, our friend on Horror Amino, Master of Horror, mm. because she said that she's she plans on spending her entire weekend this weekend with her friend introducing us, introducing her to our show, and she said they're basically just going to stay up all night and drink beer. And listen to nothing but our show. That's awesome. I
2: I hope that she's not planning on sending us like a psychology bill afterwards. (laughs) After she had to listen to 30 hours or so of our our slog. (laughs) My friend
1: dug her own eyes out. Yeah, well, Ah! uh, Tyler, Master of Horror, good luck with that. And hello, friend. And hello, friend.
2: How do you do, friend?
0: Join us, won't you? On that. the Buzzkill Podcast, that sounded whatever. <laughs> that sounded
2: creepy. I'm just, I'm just putting that
0: out there. <laughs>
1: well, guys, hey, that'll do it for uh, huge monsters.
0: We had a good time. We all,
2: we all have a different uh,
1: uh, vessel. Here. Yeah. Uh, hey, guys, I had a great time.
0: I had a good time too. You guys are real guys.
1: <laughs> you're a, you're a real
2: human being. As
0: and you're a real girl. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
2: Um, <I> <laughs> uh, cheers to us, and as Godzilla would say. <laughs>